A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit WhalenBayMarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by I can't hear me even so. Duck Duck Rooter. We're live at Hagen Ace, the new Hagen Ace. In Orange, Orange Park. Park. Yeah, right off Park Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There we go. We'll get, can you hear me? Logs. Yeah, I got you. Yep. We're at the okay. testing phase yep. of our. Right. I, I can't hear That's you. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, yeah that's good. That's, How are we doing, Chris? Yeah, oh no, it's, it's perfect to test at 701. Yeah, well, hey, you know. You know, kind you know. Of what it is. Yeah, we're we're that's, here. We're the professionals. We're here. Well, we are the professional. Well, we have the professional here <laughs> is, is the best thing. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to hear myself. There we go. I there got you, you go. now. I'm I hear you. better there. Yeah. I hear yourself. But anyway, we are live at uh, Hagen Ace Hardware in Orange Park, the, uh, the new store, grand opening weekend yeah. at 1480 Park Avenue. And the popcorn is popping. They're getting things ready. Doors are going to open up at 8 o'clock. Everything's fully There's stocked. There's Mr. Doug. He's getting ready to get everything squared away. So, yeah, they got all kinds of deals going on. You got breakfast? Is that popcorn? Is that word? Popcorn. <laughs> popcorn. Gotcha. <laughs> it's like a hobbit over here. Do we have breakfast? How about second breakfast? Here's the best thing about the, uh, the Hagen Ace. I bet you we have a lot of this. Do we have thirdsies? You know that they're going to come by, right? Who's that? I don't know. I'm just saying. Somebody. Yeah, somebody, somebody. going to bring, bring us breakfast. Somebody better bring us something. <laughs> No, but it, we we have. I like my eggs over easy. We have uh, a great selection of candy. Oh, candy! <laughs> yes, oh boy! Right behind us, uh-huh. beef jerky. We've got the the whole Jack Links yes, stand, and so thing. we got our protein. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've got our carbohydrates over there because the popcorn is getting ready to be popping. I think I see, uh, like, some dog biscuits over there. That'd be good for you. Yeah, Yeah, that's good for you, Kevin. (laughs) They get a little crunchy dog bones for you, milk bones. Who did that? Mel Gibson and, uh, what was it, Lethal Weapon. Oh, We'd sit there and eat milk bones. He was funny, man. We'd sit there with a box of milk bones. One one of the best movies that there is. Absolutely. But but it's a a cool weekend here at this Hagen Ace location. It's the grand opening, and they've got uh, some really good deals that they've got going on, you know, starting with mulch to the – 
UConn Outfitter cooler deals, which they have coolers that are regularly priced for 100 bucks, and they're going for uh, $39.99. Uh-huh. And those things right there are like flying off of the shelves. I mean, when you walk in the store right in the middle of the aisle, they're right there down in front of you. And uh, there's David. He's holding one of them there. Look at the color pattern on oh, that one. I like that. Very limited <laughs> supply there you go. of the, uh, the mossy oak color. But they also have the peach color. And Vanna is doing a wonderful job of showing us the cooler. Like, Good job, David. Thank you. Yeah, yeah he tries. He's got a cowboy hat on this morning. Yep. I mean, Tex, what in the he's world? Got his boots on. Yeah. So, uh, so we're going to be here for the show. Yep. And, again, uh, the doors don't open up until 8 o'clock. So if you want to get down here now you'll have to pull up a seat outside and wait until the doors open up but uh, yeah good to be here and, it is and uh orange park is good you know who, who i'm going to get to see after the show today who? tom lucas Uh-oh. tom lucas lives in orange park he lives in orange park yeah. and he's got a house now on he's doctor's still a baseball lake coach still be yeah, co- coaching uh st john's country day head okay. baseball coach and they're very nice. Uh, arguably one of the top programs yeah, in they, Jacksonville. Yeah. Oh, they're absolutely. Really well. Maybe the Didn't they go to state last year? Oh, you do, Kirk. They're yeah. like they're like one of the yeah yeah they lost one of the better state. schools yeah. in the yeah. nation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got that that program running fantastic. Yeah. So anyway, we had a great week in the outdoors this week. Spent some time in Georgia. Yep. Spring break. I know, Kevin, you've been in uh, Georgia since like January twentieth. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Christmas. How many days of here? Serious serious question. If you had to put a percentage on the number or the percentage of days spent in Georgia since gun season opened up, okay, since what's your percentage? Uh, (laughs) eighty. Wow. No, seriously, maybe 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 more. I mean, yeah, I mean, because I leave after the show generally, yeah, and and Mm -hmm. and and I don't come back until Thursday morning. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I got the Thursday night show, fishing forecast show, yep. and then the outdoor show, and then right I, back I, up. I, yeah, I, and, and 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 Carrie's iffy on coming back on Thursday because I'm coming right back on Saturday, and she didn't want to. I mean, you know, when you, you know when you pack and you clean, I mean it. It takes a long. It takes a couple three hours to get ready to go. You know, yeah. I mean because just like Jeff and Tara, when you come back, Carrie wants that place clean, clean. Yeah. You know, and, and and so we do the same thing. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, hours. she's like, "You're only going to be gone for a day and a half. How are we going to pack all this? I'm yeah. just going to stay with Fancy." I'm like, "Okay, Fancy." <laughs> so Fancy's I, the dog, by yeah, the Fancy's way. Fancy's the dog, yeah, yeah. not the boyfriend. Yeah, That's yeah, the dog. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's your one chance, Fancy. Um, so I got her back this week, though. I got her back in St. Augustine, and uh, for how long? I, 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 um, well, we were all going to Steen Hatchie next week. Right. Um, I'm, I'm turkey hunting. I got invited to turkey hunt on 5,000 acres in Hawthorne mm. uh, for, three, for, for three days. For when? Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Good Very for nice. you. Yeah, yeah. One, one of my, and I hate to call them customers' clients because they're friends, friends of mine, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I get it. Her, uh, I, I, I talked to him last year because, you know, we lost our place on 16. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know if Larry's there. There was one little piece there that you could still hunt. It wasn't big enough for, for two people. Anyway, um, so I've been talking to her because he's from Gainesville. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, you, you've lived over there your whole life, and he knows everybody, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And he goes, I'll find you a place to turkey hunt. Don't, don't worry about it. I, 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 so he called me, and uh, he said, all right, I, 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 I found a place, you know, he's kidding with me. He said, I found a small place for you to turkey hunt. And, and um, 
I said, I, I said, cool, yeah. I said, he said, well, a friend of mine, mine owns it. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm part of it. He said, I, I do all the bulldozer work and all the heavy equipment work. I'm like, wow. He goes, it's 5,000 acres. He said, it's got lodges on it. Well, uh, so you stay right there. And, and he said, I'll have, he said, meet me on Monday afternoon. I'll give you my buggy. And he said, I'll show you around. And you guys, you know, he said, you're, you said, he, he said, there's other, there are a couple other members hunting. He said, so we, we, we break it up in blocks. You know, thousand acre blocks or whatever. It's yeah, five thousand yeah. acres. What is that? <laughs> Six square miles yeah. of land. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so, that's so a pretty I'm, good chunk. And and, yeah. and 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 Carrie's going with me. Yeah. You know, so so I'm going to give her the gun. Um, I'm going to I'm going to take my bow. But I mean, I shoot her gun anyway. I shoot mm. the, the 20 gauge now. That's all I shoot. So I'm excited. Yeah, it looks like the fun. weather's going to be beautiful. It's going to be 42 degrees over there mm. on Monday night. You know, that so nice. and then and then like seventy for a high. Fantastic! So, oh, it's going to be yeah, fantastic. fantastic! Yeah, yeah. So um, and um, Florida I, and well, this opens today. Today, yeah, today. yeah. There's a lot of folks that are Ooh. that are out. Yeah. Oh, oh, right now, absolutely. Well, and youth youth hunt was last week. Yeah, yeah last week. Yeah. We got some great pictures got on our Facebook pictures. page, yes. and we posted some of them yeah. up on Instagram and Facebook. And nice birds were killed. Yeah, that's and that's. I'm glad the states do that. You know, no, no question. Because it's uh, it, look, that's a really cool. I mean, because a lot of a lot of people are a little bit too serious about their turkey hunting sometimes, and so mm-hmm. right. the kids kind of get pushed by the wayside when it, if you just had just a regular opening day. And so when you have a youth weekend, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's all about taking the kids, and that's so that's much the fun, fun part, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, they started that uh, when my kids were still at the house, and I, it was such a great excuse. I wish they had that. When I was growing up, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean honestly, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, my dad didn't turkey hunt, right? And my dad didn't deer hunt. Did you have turkeys? I mean, do you remember? Here, here's what we had with turkeys. I'll tell it, you. Yep. When when we got our Virginia tags, because in Virginia you got a hunt license, and then when you got your hunt license, you had tags. So I mean, literally like tags. I mean, once you take or harvested an animal, you had to put it right on that animal. Then you had to take yeah. it to a check station. Yep. Yeah. The only thing that I can tell you that I knew about turkeys when I was a kid is when I got my hunt license, because my hunt license I got for deer hunting. Yeah. That it had turkey tags on it, and then if you saw a turkey in the fall, you could shoot it. Right. With your rifle. Right. And uh, I didn't know, Kevin, I didn't know anything about spring turkey hunting growing up. No, 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 no. I didn't. Yeah, I mean, honestly. I didn't know that there was even a yeah, season Well, we never time. saw turkeys. No, no, because I, you know, obviously grew up hunting Guana. Mm-hmm. And there were, there were no turkeys in there. Uh, none. There is now. Oh, they introduced them in there. Oh, buddy. Oh, oh it's, it's. There's a bunch of them in it, there. Good for them, man, for, mm-hmm. for introducing the turkeys in there and stuff. So, so I'm with you. Springtime? Dude was bass fishing for me. Totally. That's all I did. That's bass fishing all, all day long. Yeah, all day long. I mean, March and April, yep. all I did was bass fish every day. You know, I didn't even think about but I, Like you, I mean, I, I didn't really get into turkey hunting. I mean, I, I really I didn't, I didn't get into turkey hunting until the, the show. show. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, 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 I yeah, remember. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I remember when uh, Mr. Bill Ottmeyer, yep. who was the president of Superior Pine, uh, and I, we went to Crystal River. Because he was helping a company over there manage their land on the timber side of things. It was, it was a, a piece of land that had other things going on, mining right. of some kind. But then they also had a timber aspect to it, and he was consulting them on the timber management. 
and we had the opportunity to go over there and turkey hunt. And he's like, hey, let's go. And and me and him had really never turkey hunted much. Even Fargo didn't have a lot of birds right. for many years. And then we went over there, and it was awesome, and I got a bird. And then we came back, and they were like, all right, well, let's hunt here, you know. Yeah. And that's kind of where it started yep. and you know, had an absolute ball. You know where I killed my first bird? I killed my first two birds behind Parker's farm. That farm? Yep. That's where I, I Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 The first one I killed was a Jake <laughs> and Parker. <laughs> I take him out. I'm all proud, right? And he's got to, like, like bend the feathers back on the chest uh-huh. to find the beard. To find the beard. Yeah. Why not? Hey. Hey. It's legal. One easy. Yeah. yeah, it's legal, you know. And uh, and then the next one I killed was a hell of a bird. And uh, then it was just on from there, man. I mean, I just I, – I, 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 I'm not so sure that I don't enjoy turkey hunting more than I do deer hunting. I love the turkey hunt. I love the deer hunt. Don't get me wrong. I think if turkeys gobble 12 months out of the year – and you could take six or seven, I probably wouldn't deer hunt. <laughs> not I, yeah, much. I was asked that question. Yeah. And, and not much. A few weeks ago, and somebody said, you know, if you could hunt only one animal for the rest of your life, right? what would it be? Oh, that's a good question. That's I, a hard one there. That's a hard one there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. I, I do like deer hunting. Yeah, I, I do too. I mean, I, yeah. and, I, yeah. and I thought about it, and yeah. I, I mean, turkey hunting is amazing. Yes. It's a conversation. It's hunting. It's a beautiful time of year. Yeah. It's but there's different. something therapeutic about sitting in a deer stand in the fall, and probably just because of the time of year, of the fall weather, yeah. that I would probably choose deer hunting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and, and if, because if, it's not, again, if you, if, not about if, the harvesting you only, of the animal. Yeah, no, it's not. It, it's not at all. Um, but uh, I, I would I – would, I would probably take deer hunting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, but I just, dude, just sitting on our porch right now in Georgia. Oh, it's beautiful. And, 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 and watching the gobblers and the hens and, and, and the deer. And, and I mean, it's, and it's, 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 it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's Um, neat to see all that stuff. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Had, uh, um, had, had Paul. Gallup, a.k.a. Mullethead, up mm-hmm. last weekend with his beautiful wife, Annette. They're going to hunt with us this fall. And uh, they got to see the place. And, Good. Yeah, you know, and uh, it, was, uh, it, was, it, was, it was cool. Really looking forward to having them up there. And, and uh, it's, it's it, you know, we, gosh, we've got 800 acres, and so we got plenty of stuff. Plenty of stuff to hunt. Yeah. All right, let's do a weather and a tides before we take a break here. Uh, I got the weather forecast brought to you by the Bearded Pig, the best barbecue in Jacksonville, period. It's not even close. Uh, can't wait to go there. Coming up, actually going to be taking a bunch of the, the Jaguars folks from the broadcast department here the first week really? of April. Yeah, we're going to have a, a little gathering at the Bearded Pig and get our grub and, on. And, and I heard your commercial, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and I love – the word or the words beer garden is that what you use yeah they got a beer garden beer garden yeah beer garden you ever heard of yeah yeah, yeah? okay yeah. Beer, garden. Uh, beer garden i've never heard that I beer thought. beer garden i know I people are it. like what are you talking about what, what, did, what did you say <laughs> beer garden <laughs> thought, so you're growing beers in a <laughs> yeah 
yeah, it's in a little small plot of dirt. Right, right. It's a German thing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, and they actually spell it B-E-I-R. Yeah. They, no, they have a great selection of uh, different craft beers on tap, and they rotate it so you get a great sampling constantly whenever you go to the Beard of Pig. But anyway, what does all that mean for the weather? Southwest winds today, 20 to 25 Oof. knots. Uh, uh, yesterday was brutal. Yesterday Northwest was in the afternoon sees three to five feet with a period of six seconds. Mm. Tomorrow, north winds 20 to 25 knots, 3 Good. to 5 feet. Awful. Monday, north winds 15 to 20 knots. Awful. Increasing to 20 to 25 in the afternoon. <laughs> Tuesday, northeast winds 20 to 25 uh, knots. You know where I'm going to be? <laughs> uh, Turkey hunting. Yep. Uh, Wednesday, east winds 10 to 15 knots. Okay. Wednesday night, southeast winds 10 to 15 knots. So it looks like... The wind is finally going to stop blowing about midweek. I, I, Breezy. I, I'm not going to feel guilty at all about being in the middle of the state because I couldn't be fishing anyway. I'm not fishing in the north wind of 20. I'm not. I, yesterday was brutal enough. It was tough. And, and, uh, and you switch it around and go due north. What the heck with that? Tides I mean, Report brought to you by Angie Subs. And it's Saturday, so you know what that means? What's that mean? It means my daughter wants to go to Angie oh. Subs. And, hey, if it's your birthday – Guess what? Yeah, you, you get, get a free, free sub. You get a free sub. Did you go? That's exactly I did. right. You, you did? I did. I told Ed, man, I forgot. So I don't know if I get the hiccup or whatever. I don't know. I don't think you do. I if you forget, you do. Oh, you I don't think you do. No, yeah. absolutely. All right, so the tides for today at Mayport? Yeah, you got a high tide. It was at 5.57 a.m. this morning, which was a 5.5. And then you've got a low tide at midday, which is a 12.18 p.m. at a minus 0.6. So... It's about normal tides, nothing radical. The only thing that's, that's really kind of stinks is when you get a southwest wind out of Mayport, it's a, it's a total drive out to the inlet. I mean, it just pushes the water. Yeah. It's, it, it just roars through there. Right. All right, so with this tides report, and then you look back at the weather report, until at least midweek, nobody's getting offshore. No. No. So the inshore fishing – I know you guys had two interesting reports to me when you guys walked in here. And, Kirk, you said the sheep's head were on fire. They are. And it was good. I had uh, Judd, Judd Ficklin and Will. Did you really? Yeah, I had the Ficklin boys yesterday and, and his son-in-law, Rusty. I'm mad at him for not letting me know he was in town. We didn't need you. We didn't need you. <laughs> no, I'm mean, not, not not to go or anything, but uh, I would have liked to meet you guys for lunch. Well, oh, I, yeah. thought, I thought you were talking about catching sheephead. No, mean, no, no, no. We didn't, no, we didn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have argued on that either. You know. Let me let me text Judd right now and say what the heck. Oh, uh, but it, it was good. They they showed up yesterday and and we went out and 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 they bit good. I mean, the guys did good. We put fourteen on the table and that's how many awesome. size? Man. Yeah, we had two that were probably pushing eight, nine. Come pounds. on, Rusty had one that was at least nine. Oh yeah! Wow! Wow! Some fat, fat boys. So wait a minute, who who fished? It was Rusty and Will. Rusty his son. Will Rusty is his son-in-law. Son-in-law. He married his daughter, okay. and then and you got Will. Which is his son. God, are they that old now? The kids that I, know. I was, they were like this tall. <laughs> I remember Will was yeah, tall. I was taking them turkey and they're already mm. married. Are you serious? Yeah. Mar- that means married. you're that old. Children. <laughs> I you am know? that old. Yeah. They got grandkids. <laughs> he's got grandkids. Does he really? Oh, oh yeah. Will, right? Will's got kids? He's got, he's got kids. Does his kid daughter have kids? I think Rusty's got one, yeah, too. Okay. So he's got two grandkids. Wow. Yeah. Right, yeah. Good for them. You know, he's getting a little gray. Yeah, you know, Judd. Yeah, because yeah, like you and I, he, Judd? He, yeah. just to let you guys know, we we all have friends 
that when they were 30 years old, they looked like they were 18. Right. Right? I mean, oh, yeah. it's just some, He's some, like an ageless wonder. His, his, he's one of those guys right? that never, if, never got old. If he put some of that Grecian formula on his hair, he would look like he was 30. Yeah. I mean, his body type and everything, his skin and everything. I mean, I was, I was kind of amazed. He walked up, he looks the same. He looks the same now as he did 25 years ago. It's, yeah, he's, Amazing. he's one of those guys. Crazy. Yeah. And then now his uh, brother-in-law, okay, because John, there's, yeah, there's two daughters, okay. That if these are how we know these people and the people that we're talking about was Mr. Bill Ottmeyer, who was the first one to ever take me turkey hunting. I was talking about earlier. He was the president of the timber company in Fargo, Georgia, and, and he had two daughters, and the two daughters married John and Judd, and they both were employees with IBM back in the day, and. And so uh, he had two young son-in-laws that they didn't come from any hunting background. Right. Or, or, you I know, remember that. Yeah, yeah. so they, there was a lot of education going right. on. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so these people that we're talking about, we've known for quite some time. And, and uh, I remember taking Judd and John's kids turkey hunting mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. they were literally – right. Whippersnappers. 10, 11, whippersnappers. 12 years old, yeah. 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 Hey, it was, whippersnappers. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. And now they're, they're growing up, and Will is a, a forester. Yeah, he actually takes care of our property. Yeah, he's, and he's a good forester at it now. Too. That's Graduated good. from the University of Georgia, yeah. got uh, the Forest of Warnell, Warnell School of Forestry there, which has got a great program. Mm-hmm. And he has uh, followed in the footsteps of his grandfather a little bit. Which is pretty that's, cool. That's real cool. Yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Very cool. Um, so, sheep's head bite was good. Any other species that were there? Yeah, with them? Uh, Rusty caught a redfish. You okay. Know, so, we caught one red. Fish and uh, uh, fiddlers? Fiddlers. You know, we ran all over the place too. Drum, wouldn't bite yesterday. I don't know why. I've been on them. A How was the wind yesterday? Heinous. Terrible. Yeah. It was heinous. It was awful. 20, gusts into 25. Yeah. At the point where if you weren't careful, it'd blow you off the boat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it was just that bad. It was really bad. And, Kevin, you said there was a good bite of trout? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's all I caught yesterday, though. I Any mean, size I, to them? No. Yeah, that's no, what I've heard. No. I mean, and, and, and the, majority of, the majority of what I caught were yellowmouth, you know. Well, those are good. Nothing wrong no, with those, No, no, man. no, no. I mean, I, I, you know, look, uh, I fished on, uh, on, on Thursday and, and caught bluefish and ladyfish, and that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, so I was – and I went north – on on thursday and i'm like man i'm not gonna go down there and do that again you know Mm -hmm. but then you go south with a south wind right so now you've got the current and the wind going in the same direction Uh, you know and 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 i really i I fished that high outgoing tide i love to float fish that tide you can't do it there's no way i mean first off you can't throw a float yeah you know into that kind of a breeze and then as soon as it hits the water it's just you know it's 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 gone i hear you all right, well, let's take a break. And, uh, again, folks, we are, we are live at a grand opening of another Hagen Ace hardware store. This one's at 1480 Park Avenue. So when you – and for, for people that don't know, Park Avenue is U.S. 17. Yes. Yeah. So when you get off of 295 and, you're go, and you go south on 17, it's going to be in a strip mall setting on your right-hand side before you get down to Kingsley. Mm-hmm. Okay, before yep. you get to Doctor's Lake, it'll be on your right-hand side, well, well before the, the Kingsley Road and uh, that area. So uh, come on by and see us because they've got all kinds of deals going on from Cypress mulch to cooler deals to 
bubble gum petunias, Kevin. I think that's bubble right up. Yeah, petunias, I think yes. Carrie would yep. like yep. bubble gum petunias. That's my favorite flower. Really is a bubble gum petunia. petunia. Smell like petunias. Yeah, so they got all kinds of goodies, <laughs> and uh, and I'll tell you a few other the items that are going to be on the hot deal section when we come back right after this, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. We are live in Orange Park at 1480 Park Avenue, which is on US 17 south off of 295. And Richie has just informed me that the 1010XL van is parked out there by the road for the strip mall location. So if you're driving down 17 and you see the 1010 van, that's where we're Check out the van. (laughs) That would be Chris. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. The, I'm I, uh, looking through the flyer here for the grand opening of the of the Hagen Ace Hardware location that we're at, 1480 Park Avenue. They got these uh, tape measures. Mm-hmm. How many tape measures do you think you own? Oh gosh, it's seriously <laughs> eight. Yeah, I have a half uh, dozen. How many? Um, how many do you know where they're at? Uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, yeah. That's why I, it's, yeah. you never I, have I, enough I, tape I, measures. I know where it's, all of them are. They're in, the, uh, they're in that toolbox yeah. in the truck out I, there. Uh, it's kind of like a pocket knife. You know, I got a lot of you them. You know, oh. you can never have enough. Yeah. Well, well they got I, a, the, the one that I still use all the time was one you got us for Christmas. Yeah. That pocket knife's awesome. So the uh, the hot hardware, one of the hot hardware deals, uh, I'm measuring the table right now because I have this 60th anniversary tape measure, which has, it says on the tape measure, your local Hagen Ace hardware store, and it has the phone number on it. This is $6.99. Yeah, 6 That's bucks. a heck of a deal. Bucks, yeah. Heck of a deal. We're located, as soon as you come inside the store on the left-hand side, which is at the Hagen Coastal Outfitter sections where, where our backdrop is the kayaks and hey dude shoes and the all one, kinds of goodies. The, the one that I saw last, last weekend when we were going through this? Yes. Is the, at the fly, cl- so you're talking and, about the sail flyer. Yeah, yeah. Click and flame lighter, right? Yep. Regularly. Four fifty, it's forty nine cents. Where are those at? Where are I don't, those? I don't I know. But I, I, I got to get coming in the back. No, I mean, I'm like, seriously. I mean, I use those I things all the time. So I, I'm going to get me a handful of those before we get out of here. No, yeah, they, sure. uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Here's yep. a here's a couple things I think that you'll like. They have the Shimano Stratic. Uh huh. Here, because uh, this is a local Shimano dealer. They got 20% off all the fishing rods in the fishing and marine department. So, yeah, they've got uh, they've got all kinds of goodies. If you can't find something here that you like, there's something wrong with you. You're going to spend some money. I can tell you that. The grills? Mm. Yeah, they're going to give away a grill. They're going to give away a char. What is it, a Brawl King? Brawl King? Oh. And you got, yeah, four, got a, a four, four burner? Enter your name, put it in the bucket, going to have a drawing at the end of the weekend, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so somebody's going to win a really nice grill. That's, That's cool. $800 grill sitting there. Here's the thing that I will tell you guys that you guys really need to take a look at. Because okay. Kirk is a vest guy. Yeah, yeah. he is. He's yeah. Okay. definitely. Some people are vest guys and, some, and, and girls, yeah. and some people aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome right, to I the mean, Are you show. a vest guy? No. When I say a vest, no, like, I, like a coat I, I, vest, yeah, yeah, no yeah. sleeves, you know. No, you don't like vests. I, I have, I, I have a 
insulated camo vest mm-hmm. that's perfect for like turkey season. Turkey or bow season. Yeah, turkey or bow season. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's not it's not hot, but it's And that's it's the only warm. time you would wear a vest, the right? only time I'd wear okay, a vest. Okay, Kirk is like a vest dude. Yeah, That's because of his huge biceps. That's true. Right. He likes to, you know. He can't wear sleeves. Well, I get hot. He, he likes, likes to, to wear sleeves. Right. So he I likes don't wear to sleeves. show the gun. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, Welcome to the gun show. They have, when you come in the store, and it, I, I, I'm being dead serious here. When you come in the store right behind the grill, okay, that you could win, they have a complete clothing rack of hook jackets. Those hook jackets. Uh-huh. Are fifty percent off. They're wow. having a closeout sale. the The hook jackets, Kevin, you'll love them. If you've never tried one on, those things are awesome. And they also have the uh, the hook vests and everything else. So if you're looking, and Kirk, you'll love those the the hook jackets too because they're light. Right. You know, they're not like the right. heavy, big, right. bulky. It's kind of like you know, it'd be a winter jacket for us down here in Florida. They're awesome. <laughs> 50% Need to check off. them out. 50%, 50% off. 50% off. How yeah. can you go wrong with that? You can't. I mean, you walk in here and get you a lighter and a jacket. And a tape measure. <laughs> you know? And, and some uh, bubblegum petunias. Some, yeah. yeah. Bubblegum petunias. <laughs> get you some of those Jack's Links and a, a cigar and you're is ready the, to go. Is the Jack Links you know? on sale? I don't think so. Yeah. Nope. We, we we need to see if we can put that on. Hey, we got a barter system going on over here. You <laughs> yeah. Know? yeah. So I saw some pictures on on Facebook this week of you building some turkey blinds. Mm-hmm. Getting multiple. Ready. He's getting ready. Yeah. Multiple. Yeah. Multiple. I I actually. You've never done that before, though. No, because this year I'm gonna I'm gonna be. Well, let me say this. I know that this year I'm taking my brother-in-law turkey hunting, who's never turkey hunted. Right. So I wanted to get some blinds that are kind of set up in good locations that I kind are kind of you know that the turkeys typically are there. Right. For him, but right. then also when I hunt this year, I'm only taking the bow. Really? That's it. I'm not taking a shot. Really? No, I'm not. We'll see how long. Why, that why is that? Well, I'm not mad. You always at, uh, told me that turkey hunting's a shotgun sport. I, I, and, I, and I, it is. I believe it is. It's but an addiction thing. I it, get it. It is. That's why I hunt with a bow. People don't get it, and that's like, look, once you do it once yeah. and you've shot a deer with a bow or a hog, it's just so exhilarating because See, you're getting in their bedroom. You've got to get close, tight. With a shotgun, you could shoot them at 50, 60 yards with the, with the heavy shot that they have out now. But with a bow... It's thirty. It's thirty yards. Twenty. Yeah, I'm with oh, you. Oh no, no, it's it. With turkey, turkey is twenty. Twenty yards. It's yeah, in. Yeah, it's you, got, you're yeah. tight. I mean, when you and see those guys, so much can go when wrong. You, when you see those guys set up in the Midwest and stuff, it's ten yards. Yeah, they're, they put, they're hey, less than twenty. They, 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 now, put, they, they put the decoys now, at Judd ten yards. Ficklin showed me a, a video of a friend of his shooting one with his son. I guess during the youth, the youth shot him at forty yards with a bow. Yeah, I couldn't do bow. that. Without yeah, bow. I, I wouldn't even try. It. No, no. It, incredible it, shot. And it, here, here's here's the challenging part with a turkey. Like with, when you shoot a turkey with shotgun, and again, I, I look, I'm all for shotgun. I believe turkey is a shotgun sport, but for me, you know, I've got people that I'm taking this year on my place, and and so they're. By the way, have, next week I'm taking my bow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll have carry with a gun, and I'm taking. And when you, the bow. And you're going to Florida. Yep. Yep. But the vitals on a turkey are about the size of a baseball. Maybe a little bit bigger. Right. And so when you shoot, oh, it's a bigger than that. He's got a, some kind of a mandarin orange tangerine. Kirk's holding up. It's bigger than that. It's probably size between a baseball and a softball. 
And it's interesting when you look at where to shoot a turkey from different positions as far as what angle he's facing or facing away. Got a lot of or, feathers. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and last year was able to do it for the first time, and it was a rush. Right. Yeah. I mean, a total rush. And you you got to have something that can take the attention of the turkey. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's been a gobbler decoy. Because their attention is solely on that decoy, and it allows you the time to draw and everything. And you've got to be hidden. And so I've spent some time this week and was building turkey blinds for for my bow hunting opportunities and then also for uh, the opportunity to take, uh, you know, i got Eddie's going to come down with his son for the very first time in April. Right. Then I'm taking my brother-in-law for his first turkey hunt, and Good. so you know, so I'm, yeah. so I'm in, and I'm building some blinds in strategic locations <laughs> that are areas that are have been really good, right? You know, so you know, and <clears throat> when if but if I was mad at one in particular, then I'll take the shotgun. <laughs> right. You know, last year I was mad at one in particular because I hunted them for two years. Yeah, and Gerald went after him too. Yeah. And we couldn't couldn't get them. I, well, I hunted that one my, that, that one bird for two years. Drive you nuts. Yeah. Oh, there was that. that it was. Uh, you know, I wanted to ambush him, but I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. You know, I wanted because he would gobble on the roost and he'd stay on the roost. You know, and I, I, Kevin, I had this turkey. I I saw this turkey that I hunted yeah. for many times. I saw him four times. You know, I mean, literally, like <clears throat> snuck in one time behind me. Snuck in another time, um, uh, just out of, uh, snuck in, the, well, one time behind me, another time just out of range. Uh-huh. Another time it was, uh, uh, I couldn't get a shot, so I had to watch him walk off because I would have spooked him if I ended up trying to make a move on him. Right. And then three other times he wouldn't budge. He wouldn't leave wherever he was. He's like, nah, I'm not coming yeah, over no, there. No, I would hunt this bird until 11 a.m. And he'd talk. Same thing. I mean, and I'd get him at 50, 60, I hate that. 50, 60 yards. And, 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 and he just – and I'd make a move. and that, Never. I, I, have, I have never. He wanted you except, to come to him. Except for on the roost, I've never seen that bird. I've had him at 50, 60 yards, and he stays in the woods. Because I'm hunting a power line, mm-hmm. right? And on the other side of the power line, it's not my property. He's just so a big stud. He's he, and and he and wants I think his girls to come to him. It, it, well, That's where he works <laughs> in nature. Yeah. Here, here, here's here's the funny thing about this. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any turkeys hardly I the last couple of years. <laughs> he was basically the only bird that you heard. Right? He didn't have any hens. Yeah. You want to date with me? Was, that you knew of. You better come over here. I never saw him. I never heard him. You're yeah. right. But, I don't pick but, up the chicks. The chicks pick up me. Oh, dude. You, you, <laughs> when, when you sit there. When you sit That's there, how it and, works. And, if you and, want to kiss on me, you better come on over what, here, girl. What, what I've seen the last two weeks of sitting on my porch watching turkeys is amazing. Because I'm, you know what I try mm-hmm. to do? I try to picture myself at 150 yards away, hitting the call, right? Well, you know, and 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 and, and I'm, I know that the bird's around, right? But I, he. I, what I mean is that he wouldn't gobble, or he might gobble. But he's with his hens. He's not coming to you 150 yards away. Mm-hmm. You got to go to him. That's the only way you're yeah, going to kill him. That's when you need one of those predator outfits, you know, where they mash a little button on his arm. Remember the movie Predator? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah just yeah, yeah. blending everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, when you yeah, want yeah. that. Yeah, come when on. You go I got invisible. You. I got you now, buddy. I got your number. Yeah, yeah. You want a date? Come on over here. I got your. Yeah, yeah that one that drove me crazy. I got them last year, and I want to say it was an hour and a half, and I could see him. Okay, so I, you know where I hunt hunt this particular bird at when he's in one location, I can see him. And I saw him, and hen after hen after hen was going to him. And then finally one of the hens dragged him to me, and that's when I got him. Right. And he had inch and a quarter spurs, you know, long Mac Daddy spurs. Mm. And that's the one that I had been hunting for two years. And finally got him. Because of a hen. And then when I got him, I was just like, that's awesome. That was one of the most. I mean, because when you go after a turkey for like two years yeah. and you finally get them, yeah. And I would say mm-hmm. twelve to fourteen hunting days oh, yeah. chasing one turkey. Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. And you finally get them. Yeah. And you, you know, you. you well, now we've talked about this, but you, 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 you tell people or talk to people in the Midwest that you hunted a turkey for two years. Like, what the hell are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, and they're like, what do you, how do you know it's the same? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been in the same tree for two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right, well, let's take a break. Uh, the uh, By the way, the welcome to the Nimnik Family of Dealerships Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter Plumbing and Septic Services. Our post on Instagram and our Facebook page has a picture of a young man with a turkey that we got from last weekend's yeah. youth opener. That's a great picture, isn't That's it? That's a great picture. And who is that? That, uh, that the, is, uh, it was his name? Unusual name. Hang on a second. Yeah, did, did they send it, it to us? They, Chip Umstead has a place over in Live Oak. And so it's one, I guess it's one of the, I think it's one of the police officers he works with. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, he got his uh, got his kid with him. They're standing behind the bird and a big beard, big, big yeah, turkey. Yeah. Of course, cute of course kid. The, yeah, really cute I mean, kid. Cute kid with a great uh, great turkey. Big old gobbler head. I mean, big head. Sometimes we call them big heads. That's a really nice turkey. So if you haven't seen it on our Facebook or Instagram page, yeah, his name check is it out. Duncan Colvin. Duncan Colvin, congratulations on the turkey. Duncan and, Colvin, and, yeah, and then there's cool. there's Jake Smiley, is on there also from from Grandpa Jake. Uh, I sent you guys those pictures. Uh, that's the the club that you and I were in in Green Coast Springs. Um, yeah, and, and that's that, from uh, about four days ago. One of our posts from four yeah. days ago from the Youth Weekend. Yeah. Proud, proud, uh, proud young man right there. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, let's take a break. Yeah. We come back. We'll talk more. And we are live on location, 1480 Park Avenue, for the grand opening of the Hagen Ace Hardware Store of Orange Park. Come on by and see us. Well, since my baby left me, well, I found a new place to dwell. Well, it's down at the end of Lone Street, that heartbreak hotel. So I had a uh, situation yesterday, by, guys. By, by the way, yeah. what a great song. Oh, yeah. Thank oh. you, Chris. Yeah. Little Elvis there. Yeah, Elvis. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I don't know that we've ever played that. I think that's yeah. the first yeah. time we've ever had classic. Elvis. What, what's classic. the occasion, Chris? Really? I'm just feeling cool. You're feeling like yeah. Elvis. So, so I got home from fishing yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. My normal routine, mm-hmm. go in, take a shower, have something to eat. Take, take a, a nap. Take, take a little nap, okay? <laughs> but, but I had, I had, I had. I know your routine yeah, so well. I had, I had yard work to do. So I, I, I figured around 2.30, 3 o'clock. I, and I mean, when I say, I, I mean, I had everything to do. Edge, 
you know, mow, uh, mow uh, I mean, it, it, everything. It, it was it was a four hour it's job. It's been neglected. It's been neglected. My neighbors are bitching. Place right? in Georgia yeah. looks great, though, right? Oh, it looks awesome. Yeah, it looks awesome. <laughs> so anyway, I I go outside and I'm, I'm getting everything ready and and I see water in my driveway. Huh? Oh. And I'm like, oh no, and. I, my, where my well is, my main broke. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, it's flooding. Oh, no. At four, it, it, two, whatever. Yesterday? Yesterday. Don't duck, you hate right, right? So, so, Chris, what did I do? Who did I call? And what did they do? Um, let me Carrie. see. Hold on. Hold yeah, on. Let me check my notes. Um, I'm thinking you called Duck, Duck, Rooter and spoke to a real person. Exactly. I did. And, dude, within an hour... They had somebody there. So just a huge stake. I mean, from, from a giant mess to within an hour of having it done. I mean, I had yeah. to shut the water off, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And it was, you know, there was too much water to even dig around at that time. Wow. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and, and so by the time they got there, though, the water had gone down, and they, the, the 90 had broke. I mean, I mean would you have any idea why? No, no idea. And, and here's the hadn't deal. Been, hadn't been a freeze. I'm just glad I was home. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. What, they'd be bubbling for a while, huh? Yeah. Oh, what a nightmare. Yeah. Oh, it was. But that, huge thanks. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it, to, to Duck Duck Rooter. I mean, like I said, I called him and I said, man, I know it's Friday afternoon. And the dispatcher said, let me see where my guys are at. And, and he said, hey, he said, I got some guys right around the corner. Perfect. Finishing up a job. Perfect. He said, I'll, I'll send them around. So huge thanks. Thank you. I mean, seriously, I, it, it's, it's tough to get somebody to come to your house immediately. You know, I tell you what, I, mean, I have called Mike Hayes. I, I was going to say, Thick Pit Heating and Cooling oh my is, gosh. Is, is, is notorious for Him and it. Don, man. They're you like know, my buddies. And, and, and by the way, that's not just us. I mean, I've, oh, I've yeah. heard that from Everybody. James Schultz. Whomever has called him, go call me up. I mean, yeah. my buddy Roger called me. He goes, man, I called Duck Duck Rooter because I had this problem. And, and he's like, they were here within like two hours. So, all good. Well, that's why they are sponsors Ex- and advertisers absolutely. of our show absolutely. because we believe and utilize their business. Yes. It's just like I spend a ton of money at Hagen. <laughs> really? My <laughs> wife spends well, even more. There's, I there's just killed by that no, outfit we, we, you're we here. There's, 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 by the way, uh, how about that zucchini bread? That, it's, it's absolutely outstanding. It's pretty good. Now, yeah. I, I hope I'm not going to get in trouble yeah. because uh, when I woke up this morning, there oh. was a zucchini bread Oh. On the counter in a Ziploc with oh. a little knife. So I thought that that was meant for me to take in for us. No Uh-oh. note. No note. Uh-oh. So, so Uh-oh. I, I, I hope I didn't take something she was planning on bringing Uh-oh. in for somebody else. Phone's you know. not buzzing yet. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Jeff's like, oh, I'll take care of the boys this morning. Well, I was yeah, like, yeah. you know. <laughs> I won't take the half a loaf. I'm yeah, going to right. the whole loaf. <laughs> Fingers crossed that I didn't mess that up. <laughs> hey, you guys. If I did, I'll hear pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> Great story. So we're talking about turkeys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tim Carney is related to Chip Umstead, who, you know, they're brother-in-laws. And he said that the turkeys at the Mayport Naval Station have been gobbling. Oh, that's cool. So there are turkeys on the base with hens. I've seen the hens before. Right. Never seen a gobbler. And he goes, oh, yeah, they're gobbling behind the house. Right. Through the bob wire. That's great. What if he could do that? Can you shoot him through the bob wire? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not doing that around the Navy base. <laughs> the hell are you crazy? No. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, they can shoot a lot further than we can. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, by the way, speaking yeah, of go shooting, I, uh-huh. I I got to share this because uh, that's great. Just got this from Robbie. Okay, he yeah. sent us this this morning. Robbie Simmons, one of uh, one of our guys. Okay, Robbie said uh, it's been a while uh, coming, but he bought his first rifle the other day. Oh, cool! From Wild West Guns and Gold. Nice. He said he's going to be hunting in the Vidalia area in Georgia, and then he's going to be going to Missouri. He's all fired up. He ended up getting a Browning A bolt with a uh, Swift. 12 by 50 scope, and he oh, is wow. jacked. Wow. Well, he went all that's, out. That's awesome. Yeah, that is. That is awesome. Congratulations, Robbie. That's yeah. And, uh, and <clears throat> again, that's where I buy my firearms at. If, you're, yeah. if you need a firearm, go see Victor and the boys at Wild that's, West Guns and Gold. That's so cool. I had to bring that up since we were talking yeah. about uh, hunting firearms, all that kind of stuff. I'm changing the subject a little bit. Have you guys been keeping up with this mat? Of seaweed that's on the way. Yeah, what is the deal? Yeah, pretty it's, crazy. It's it's unbelievable. Huge mat of sargassa weed. Five thousand miles wide. Really gigantic. Five. Can Did you, you say imagine? miles? Yes, five thousand miles. Where, and where is it's this from mat Sar- located? It's, at? it's it's they're 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 calling for it to be here. Like so, it's in the ocean right it's now. It's in the ocean and it's headed this way, and it's supposed to be here like around May. And it's going to go into southwest Florida is what they're talking about. Yeah. So, so there's maybe, already been maybe here, maybe not here. Yeah, I mean, it's not. But we, there yeah. have been reports already that it's drifted up on the beaches yes. in, like, uh, Costa Rica. Yeah, like the Caribbean Sea. Uh, Caribbean Sea. Yep. I have a friend of mine was down there and he, with his wife, and he said it was so bad that they were, they were digging it up every day. Yeah. Where did this Where come from? Dig it? That they, had, they had buckets. Sargasm Sea. I guess they had uh, front-end loaders okay. out on the beach. Yeah. Picking it up by the tons. Wow. All day long. Yeah. Not just for a little while. All day long. And yeah. They're, and they're, and no they said they cleaned the beach like, and turned around. It stinks. It's, it's, it's oh, yeah, you know. Um, I mean, they're, they're, they're trying to figure out right now what they can do with it. You know, whether they can... Make something out of it, or can I mean, you burn it? That's if it dries. What, you know, you know that was that was my question. You know, just like make it fuel, right? Or, and or you know, know, just like just like in my pond, you know, I have certain herbicides that that, that kill my weeds. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I mean, can they go out there with those helicopters and, and, nah. and spray it? Or that stuff's so dense and thick. I don't know. I tell you yeah, what, I don't though. Know. But I mean, if it if it shows up, I mean, if it comes in like that, can you imagine cover the Gulf of Mexico? Can you imagine though the life that is around Mm -hmm. and in that? Yeah, but they're talking about that it blocks the sun. Mm -hmm. That that, in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're they're, they're worried about the the uh, coral reefs. I mean, it's it could be a mess. It could be an absolute wow. mess. So, did they, where, where did this come from again? Sargassa I mean, weed. Yeah, so, huh? sargassa seeds. Yeah, sargassa seed. Uh, like, somebody's going to blame Trump. Oh, absolutely, they are. <laughs> or they're going to say that that is China, this a result that of they dredging? fertilized it? You know, is this a result of dredging anywhere? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're saying that it's a result of warm, warm seas. Yeah. That's what they're saying. I'll look uh, it up. There you go. I actually have the internet working now, and so I'll look it there up. There you go. There you go. So, anyway, it's just it's, it's an interesting topic. Yeah. Because- I mean, well, here's the thing. If that shows up on our coast, yeah. okay, you, you ain't fishing in it. No. No. Right? No. 
No, you're not. I mean, you could literally shut down the entire summer of fishing if you that could. showed up. Yeah. If, you, it, you, if it showed up on the East Coast that thick, you, you, you would you, – you, I don't know that you could run your outboard Kurt, in it, pull, Kurt. Pull up the – I got it. Uh, what, it's called the, the size. They're calling it, it the, the sargasm blob. has been dubbed the Great Atlantic Sargasm Belt. And though it's sprawling, the algae in the belt cover only 0.1% of the water surface. So a lot of it's underneath. And it, they said it's massive. All right, see, see, see what you can find out, out also about that. Let's go to the phone lines. That, let's bring up Big Bill this morning and uh, talk to him. Morning, Big Bill. Good morning, guys. How are y'all? Good. Good morning, Bill. You know, that weed is the re- it's because we've caught too many red snappers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be. Hey, yep. happy birthday, Kirk. Hope you had a great one. Yeah, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Yeah, I got a lot of well wishes during that day. That was nice. Yeah, really good that stuff. Yeah, yeah, me so, too so for my birthday. Thank you. Chris Scott had a birthday this week. I Kirk did. had a birthday. And by the way, Tara did text me and said that, yes, the uh, zucchini bread was meant for the birthday okay. boys. Okay. Uh, it was funny, though. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Captain, sorry, sorry Chris. Chris. Yeah. Captain yeah, Steve, that's it. Which, which, Enjoy my piece. Which Bill can kind of concur. Captain Steve made made sure that about three or four times during the day, he'd call on the radio on the VHF, and he'd go, Captain Kirk, isn't today your birthday? And i go, yes, thank you, Steve. And then I'd get like six other people would chime in. Oh, yeah. And then he'd wait two hours, and he'd do it again. Oh, boy. And it went on all day long. I was like, oh, my gosh, you're killing me, man. Yep, yep. Chris, you had a birthday. Kirk had a birthday, and I had an anniversary. Yeah, that's right. So mm-hmm. it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a milestone. B- busy, yeah, 31 years. So what would you do, Jeff? Yeah. What, this week? Yeah, nothing. Um, nothing. No nothing. birthday, no anniversary. <laughs> well, You're we had spring special. break. Oh, yeah, it's spring we, break. We spring break. Taylor's spring break. Yeah. A lot of going out to eat and eating no, no, Angie no. subs and beer pig. pig. No. no, no, There was a lot of ping pong games. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah, we were up in Georgia a little bit for spring uh-huh. break and had a couple days of rain. And what does that mean? Ping pong. Ping pong. Ping pong tournament. Wow. Who's, who's the champ? Me. Oh, yeah, I can only imagine. Well, I, I mean, dude, she's 12 years old. I you, play her left-handed. I bet he's out there smoking that dog. Yeah, the exactly. Just trying to crush her, yeah. you know. I play, no, I play, I, I'll, I'll smash her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. absolutely. Because oh, yeah. she'll smash me, yeah. too. How did we get into this conversation, Bill? But I, I, I like this. You guys not know. love, is ping pong not the best? So, I, I'm going I'm to tell you this. My brother and I used to play ping pong competitively. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and this is how good he was, okay? He crushed me. He would play on a skateboard. He would have Come to on. swear to God. He would have to stand on the skateboard. Is he Forrest Gump good? He, dude, he, he he was unbelievable at ping pong. <laughs> Sw- swear to God. And that and tennis. Mike Kogan will tell you about tennis because him and Kogan had some, like, knockdown drag outs in tennis. Okay. But, but, yeah, he used to have to – I used to make him stand on a skateboard so I could compete with him. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah, if he's really playing good. on skateboard, anyway. Yep. Anyway, that's yep. funny. Yep, yep, yep. So you had a uh, a little day with Chip Wingo there this week. We that's did. We had a lot of around. fun. You know, Chloe is uh, Chloe is really getting into the outdoors, and uh, she said, "All I want to do, Dad, on on spring break is I want to fish." And obviously, we had a little bit of weather this week, but I, I called Chip, and we got out on Wednesday. And, Went and snuck around and got out of the wind, and Chloe caught her a nice six-pound black drum. And nice. Out and uh, 
you know, I was I was letting her have the rods. I was letting her have the bike. So, you know, I didn't catch anything. But, uh, you know, that's, that's good and how it is. That, that, you know, the daughter outfishes the dad. That's okay. Absolutely it is. And then uh, she came out uh, offshore with me on Thursday. We had a little four-hour charter, and uh, we had a good day. You know, kept the kept our clients in store a little bit because it was a little nasty, but uh, those old red snapper cooperated. Sea bass were nice, <laughs> and ring tails, so we had a good day. That's a good day, absolutely. So, but uh, we had the El Chipo. It's all over. It's in the books. Uh, we had a fantastic tournament this year 410 registered anglers that's great uh, we weighed we weighed over 200 fish uh, and you know more importantly we had <laughs> saturday the award ceremony started at 5 45 and we were done by seven o'clock so we had uh we had great that's a good day the, yeah great efficiency in the way in and uh, a lot of happy people so i know one I know who wasn't had, happy <laughs> oh boy! I wasn't going to bring it up. I wasn't right, we don't need to go there. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think I've been beat up enough. There's All right, two hundred yeah, fish. On? Yeah, two hundred fish were weighed. Talk about but, uh, backing the bus up. I mean, Man. I'm gonna get salty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, I, I, Bill. You know, we got to run. All right, see you, boys. All right, buddy. All right, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. When we come Thank back, you, Duck, we've Duck got an LV Hires <laughs> Inc. gear tip of the week. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. We are live at the Hagen Ace Hardware of Orange Park. It's the grand opening weekend, and right here at 1480 Park Avenue, come on by and see us. The doors are now open here in the hardware store, and now it's time for the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the southeast. They can help your job site and your business. Just go to LVHIERS.com to learn more. This week's gear tip, this is from Captain Kevin, because we had this we did. brief conversation last week right. about hookouts because yep. the brand that we have been using for, for years, for years, which were the Baker's. Uh, Baker hookouts, then yep. they're stainless steel. The last there, was, there, was, there was two different ones. There was a, a galvanized one and a stainless. We always Correct. spent the extra money on the on stainless. On the stainless, always. And, and they would last forever. Seemed to last forever. Yeah. And then the last couple pair that I've had, the spring has broke. All, 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 all of them. And all, I, I, that, and they rust and yep. it's supposed to be stainless? I yeah. mean, what is going on I don't know. with the Baker hookouts? I don't know because I was such a, a huge fan of them. I mean, I'd, I'd have two or three pairs of them. On yeah, the we boat, were. You know? And, and anyway, um, so I got tired of buying, buying them and breaking them and taking them back to Strike Zone. Strike Zone was always great about replacing them. And, and I said, you know what? I'm going to try something different. So I bought those those pin hookouts, and if you and 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 if when you look at the picture, you're gonna go, dude, these things look terrible. It looks well, like a pressure washer it, squirter it's, it's thing. Exactly what it looks like. Yeah. And and, and it, but the, it, they, these are time tested now. These are like four years old, and they're still uh, ticking, like a Timex watch. Dude, they are. They they still they still work perfectly. I mean, and and they the the cool thing is is that, that handle. Yeah. It, it's it's like a little clamp, so you you, you just clamp on the hook, and, it, and obviously you can 
like a pair of vice grips. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, they are. They, and, I, and most people don't realize it's a requirement if you fish in federal waters, you're supposed to have a pair of those. Okay, so yeah. I'm looking and I just pulled it up to see exactly how much it costs. Uh-huh. So the pen hook extractor mm-hmm. from Tackle Direct is $34.99. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and they're meant to handle the saltwater environment. Absolutely, yeah. They're, they, it, it's uh, like I said, it, it's it's a product that I've had on my boat forever. And if you, and again, when you look at the picture on Facebook, you're gonna go, those mm-hmm. look terrible, dude. Those things have been beat up, and I mean, they they've stayed out in the weather, Jeff. It's not like I, you know, they I, they've lasted you four years. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had a yeah, Baker hookout I, uh, last for, me for, uh, six months for a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 These my lately. biggest problem is is not breaking them. Is dropping them, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. But the cool thing is, is that is, is I, it, I, it, you do it probably, once a year. It's probably t- ten inches, you know. I mean, so you don't have to get close to the fish. Yeah, you know. So it's it, okay. It, they're, they're, they're where did you get yours at? Strike zone. Strike zone's got. Yep. Strike zone's mm-hmm. got. Okay. Yep. I, I gotta get. I gotta invest in a pair of them because I'm tired of the Baker hook. I mean, for 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 thirty five bucks for something that's gonna last you. My last, uh, when I had to, my last pair of Baker hookouts, the spring, and they changed, they changed the design of yes. the spring. And, w- and there's a spring in there because when you squeeze the handle mm-hmm. to make the little mini pliers opening to squeeze tight, it, it, so when you squeeze it and then you let go, it opens uh-huh. the, the mouth of it back up again. They changed the design of the spring Yeah, well, for some reason. I hate to say it. But they're made in China. Yeah, they are. They're they're well, they're, they're made. And it's just, they become cheap. Even if even if it's made there, you, you don't get away from a design that's been working for no. years I, and years totally and years agree. and years yeah. and years. Yeah. And, and still try to sell it for the so, same amount of money. So yeah. they changed the spring, and so what I actually did, I had a an old pair of Baker hookouts. So I actually took the two that I had. And then made it into one, Did so now really? I got one working pair, and I don't know how long the spring's going to last, but I mean, right. I hope it lasts for a little while. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm tired of paying for Baker hookouts yeah. and then having them break. Yeah. On, like, breaking for nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, breaking, I do, yeah. I mean, it shouldn't be breaking it, it, that it, easy. Some of, the, some of the, and again, I hate to keep bashing on it, but uh, the problem that I had with Bakers is, is the mouth wouldn't close all the way. Yeah. So you never could clamp onto the hook. So you couldn't get in it, get a hold of anything. Right, right. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, a big thank you to Casey Duffy. Brought us a little bit of these. Yes, oh she gosh. did. And these Dunkin things are really kind of cool. Yeah, they, they are. I didn't know they made these. Uh, I mean, never... I, my, my favorite bagel is the everything bagel. I like everything bagels too. I mean, it's because it's got everything. You got the the pepper, the sesame seeds, salt, the salt. Uh, I mean, it, you know, goodness, it, it really are. <laughs> And so she gives just them to us, goodness. and she yeah. says they're fully loaded. And I'm going, okay. And I'm thinking it's just a plain bagel. I was thinking, where's the cream cheese? Yeah. Right. And you bite into it, and the cream cheese is on the inside. Already in it. Yeah. How cool is yeah, that? Yeah. And, and, and by the way, it's a mini bagel. Yeah. 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 So so it's like. Looks like a little. Like, like, yeah, like four, a dinner like roll. Four bites. Oh, my gosh. Four was, bites? That was, was two. It was delicious. <laughs> it was two I thought it was, I thought it was one. <laughs> shoved the whole thing in there like a. <laughs> like a it's donut good, good hole. Good stuff. So the question be- begets. Yes, begets. What What is a sargasm blob? All okay. right. So I got the info. Okay. Got, I got it right here. I, I got. Well, I got. I got the complete article from Outdoor Life. Okay. That uh, that talks about this, and and it's a very interesting read. 
And they're saying that this massive floating jungle of sargassum seaweed is so large that they actually can see this thing from space. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're saying it's on a collision course with the North American mainland, most likely hitting somewhere on the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. According to the scientists that monitor this phenomenon. Mm. And uh, Professor Brian LaPointe from FAU said it's incredible. What we're seeing in the satellite imagery does not bode well for a clean beach year. And uh, then the article goes on to say that uh, the sargassum weeds can harbor an abundance of small fish, Mm -hmm. which is what I was talking about earlier. And these big mats uh, occur every year along the Atlantic and Gulf Coast. Mm -hmm. They're an area typically that are great fishing for anglers that that can target a variety of game fish Mm -hmm. from marlin, sailfish, tuna, dolphin, and obviously the smaller fish that are under the mat. That's what those larger fish are feeding on. Triple tail. Triple tail. Triple tail. Okay. Kingfish. Oh, yeah. Uh, The point, the professor is an authority on sargasm, and he said while – uh, or the article goes on to say, while a large match commonly walks ashore in South Florida, he says Key West beaches already are inundated from the seaweed. The east coast of Mexico, they're saying, is preparing for a huge influx of weeds. And here's the, the, where the problem kind of begins. They're saying that it can become obviously a nuisance because yep. now you've got sargassum weed all on the beaches. Mm-hmm. But then also it can cover the reefs that can choke coral. Correct. And then diminish water and air quality on the shore that it lands because it's rotting. It's awful. They said that uh, last year huge piles of sargassum weed was land- or landed on St. Croix in the U.S. Virgin Islands. It caused water shortages and a state of emergency. I don't know exactly why. Maybe it said. Uh, well, here, it, oh, here, you, here it says why. It said uh, people headed to the clinics with huge or respiratory issues. Yeah, like like uh, what is it? Red tide. Red tide. Yeah. The five thousand mile weed pile, which is seen from safe space, is five thousand miles wide. <laughs> is headed to the mainland of North America, and one of the largest recorded. And sargassum mats seem to be an increasing problem along the Atlantic coast. As far back as we have records, this is from Barnes. Uh, Samples from the 1980s. Yeah, we would have thought that was a major bloom five years ago. Five years ago is no longer even a blip. It's getting worse. Well, LaPonte found the nitrogen content had gone up 45% wow. due to the phosphorus and nitrogen in the sea which actually serves as a food for the algae to cause it to grow. It's up 45%. So you wonder, could you take the sargassum weed, burn it? Could that become... Make fertilizer make out of fertilizer. it? Make fertilizer, exactly. I, I, yeah, I mean, well, you something. know, they yeah. used to harvest it up in the Carolinas, up in North Carolina. They actually had a, uh, a guy that was using it, I guess, to make fertilizer. And they would harvest all Why that. Why not? Sar- yeah. I mean... So maybe, there, maybe there's... Something could be done with it. Well, I mean, what? Let, let me ask you this: when they when they take the front end loader every morning down at Fort Myers Beach, right? And they got tons of. T- where are they taking it? I guess they're taking it to the dump. Wow! Don't you know that's a mess? And I tell you, Kyle is down there, and he said you cannot go to the beach right no, now. No, I know. I heard that. 
He said it is so nasty because of the red tide. Yeah, because of the, the red dead t- fish. And, and the, yeah, which is he the said, red tide. Wow. Millions and millions yeah. of dead fish. Yeah, he they, said it's awful. They said uh, zero spring breakers on on the west coast of yeah. Florida. He said now, now obviously Panhandle and stuff is fine. Yeah, but you know a- anywhere from Tampa south, it's, it's. Can you imagine living front beach? Whew. Whew. No, no, thank you. I mean, you, it, it, seriously, because we always thought that a red tide was brought on by super warm water right right algae bloom yeah whatever right and they're, they're having a red tide right now yeah you know it's 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 march uh, it, it started in february i mean so that's completely the opposite of of what we've always considered a red tide i think it goes back to that i little- mean they have had so many issues water issues on, on that that southwest coast it's it, I mean, ever since they tried to do the diversion progress a project in the in the in the Everglades, right? That's changed that dynamic down there, for the Indian River. What is it, Lagoon? Yeah. That whole system, system down the Everglades, there. all it, of it. Yeah, yep. I mean, there's a lot more nitrogen and phosphorus in the water, and a lot of it is due to kind of like that special you guys did on the what was it called, the green, yeah, the green monster, right? You start dumping all those fertilizers, and then you've got the chemicals coming in from the. Um, the, the, the farmers. All right. Well, b- yep. before we get on the red tide thing, yep. uh, Travis yep. is on the phone. He yep. wants to talk about this sargasm weed. Okay. Okay. Good morning, Travis. Hey, good morning, everybody. Can you hear me all right? Yes, good morning, sir. Travis. Sounds great. Trav. Okay. Um, two things that I just wanted to add to it. I know it's hard to believe, but I heard and saw an article that said there could be as much as a trillion tons. Think of that one. Well, yeah. A million tons of sargassum weed. Yeah. Wow. Right. Now, it has been used for fertilizer for a very long time. Okay. And there are now 11 or 12 major ships, not boats, ships that are doing nothing but trying to grab that stuff and take it to their, their particular ports and have it turned into fertilizer. They chop it up and mix it in with soil. The, the only bad thing about it is, is that it's too salty, so they have to let the rain bleach it out for almost a year. But after oh, that, I'll be darned. It, think mm, about that. Mm. Yeah, but oh. it's one of the best fertilizers there is, and of That's course, it only gives off oxygen, and it takes in carbon dioxide, so it's it's helping global warming. But what a twisted way to do it! Mm. So Oof, interesting. Anyway, that's all I that's all I could find out so far. I I read about it last week and just went crazy looking for different things that could be done with it and fertilizer seems to be the best thing out there so anyway that was all i wanted to add to it good good (laughs) good talking to you trev and so we were talking about about the size of it just Mm -hmm. to give people an idea because we're talking about five thousand miles right yeah that's a lot this this sargasm weed is essentially this blob is about twice the size of the united states (laughs) yeah Think about that. I know. Yeah. Twice the size yeah. of the United States. I, I've, I've, like I said, I've been keeping up with it in, in the last 10 days or so, and I, I just didn't know if y'all had had seen it. But, uh, if again, it, what Travis just said, Kirk, where do you take it for a year yeah, to, really? to, to, to get the salt out of it? You know? I mean, it's bigger than the United States, so you can't just go to a landfill, Right. Well, and, and I was looking, and I decided to Google how big is the Sargassa Sea. Guess how big the Sargassa Sea is, and it's near Bermuda. It's 2,000 square miles. 
2,000 square miles. Yeah. Wow. That's Sargasses not that big. Seat. Huh? Yeah. That's, that, that's that, not that big. I know, but that's a, that's a big area. When you, when you think about 5, the size 000. of this sargasm mat. Yeah. Yeah. And they're saying 5,000 miles wide. Yeah. Yeah. 5,000. That's yeah. a little different, right? That's, that's, that's way, crazy, way different. Yeah. yeah so, so the area of southwest Florida dealing with red tide right now with the respiratory issues that are, are coming on shore from that, that red tide and the smell of dead fish. Uh-huh. So now you're talking about adding that in. I mean, you put the two of those together. I mean, Southwest Florida is going to have problems. They're going to have a tough year. Yes, sir. Fish is going to be great right before it hits. Yeah, but then after that, how are you going to get out? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know as well as I do. Yeah. When that, when whenever we have that here, it's terrible. It's it is it's a pain in the rear, yeah. man. It's a, it's, a, it's yeah, it's tough. Now they say that this like the red tide, which. I'm not, I mean, sargasm weed, I mean, why is that more so than in the past? Is it the nitrogen maybe? I mean, I don't know. I don't either. The red I mean, tide. I mean, of course, those scientists probably do. But. They've had the red tide being documented back in the early so, 1900s. So we need to get, we got to get Dr. Quentin White on. Yeah, we do. To talk, about, talk about these two things. Yeah, yeah. To talk about these two things. Seriously, it would be really interesting to get his take on this. Yeah. Because yeah. I know he's keeping up with it. Oh, I'm oh, sure he is. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah, I need. I'll, I'll make the phone call and see if we can get him on in a couple of weeks to talk okay. about this, yeah. or maybe even turkey hunting might be hard. Right. We can squeeze him. Oh yeah, that's right. You think he's, he's turkey hunting? Oh, today? I know he's yeah. turkey hunting. Are yeah. you kidding me? <laughs> anybody got any pictures uh, from anybody this morning? Yeah. No, I've got. I, I, I got one. Oh yeah. really? Yep, yep. Rich Gray. He got really? one. Rich, Rich Gray got one. Yep. Oh, that's I mean, cool. Too. He makes yeah. turkey calls. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If he if he doesn't have one, now you know they work. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know they got to work. That's fine, yeah. Chris. Yeah. All right, let's take a break, and we'll come back with more right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. We are live on location in Orange Park at 1480 Park Avenue. Grand opening. Going on for a Hagen Ace Hardware location. Also, they have the, the the Hagen Coastal Outfitter section in here as well. And something cool that they have in here, and that's happening today and tomorrow for this grand opening weekend, Chris from ReSharp, which mm-hmm. is a, a knife sharpening machine. They typically charge, I don't know what the price is per knife or whatever. but It's, for, like, it's like six bucks. Yeah, like today and tomorrow, it's all free. Yeah. And if you want to bring in your kitchen knife set, bring it in. Right. They'll sharpen them for free. Just be careful. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm telling you, when it's done, it's like a razor. Right. I had it done one time, and it's like a razor. Yeah, and that's, it's free for today and tomorrow right. only. Which so if really you try cool. to roll up in here on Monday and say, yeah, I heard the guys on the outdoor show talking about <laughs> knives, and I got to get a whole set sharpened up here. And then it's $6. Heard it's free. Well, six, then you're going to be paying a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, the old redneck coming here with a five-gallon bucket. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, uh-huh. Here, sharpen these. Kirk, did you bring your knives? You got your knives you in the what? truck? I had them in the, in the truck, and I took them in the house last night no to kidding. mess with them, and I left them at the house. I, I wish. That whole knife bag. I, oh. got, I, I, got, I got my Christmas knife that Jeff gave us. I'm, I'm gonna, my pocket knife. I love that pocket I mean, knife. Oh, oh my awesome. knife. Yeah. It is I'm, awesome. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, now, I have one knife. Yep. I have that. There you go. 
I got one knife right here. There he is. Oh, he's going to he's going to do it. Now we're going to get to test. We're going to get the test. Absolutely. In the break, he's going to have some more. Yeah, Chris just uh, took Kirk's knife. Uh-huh. The last time that we oh god sharpened a knife for Kirk, it my was, thumb is still numb from yeah. twenty years ago. This was the I have this, no feeling in the tip of my. This thumb. is one of the all time great Kirk stories, along with the dar- the ball the darking the. Barking dog collar story. Yeah. Well, there's other. There's one other one. The cow oh, one. No, 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 no. I yelled at the trucker. No. Well, that. But that was good. The gannet. The yeah. gannet the, that, the, that the, bit a hold the, of his the, forearm. The, the gannet is one of the, the gannet has got to be the funniest story. Yeah, the, the gannet is that uh, probably ever happened there, on the wall. I have no idea uh, why, but you know, let you, me you, help you, you. You're driving along, and I just start thinking about. The gannet attacking him. I had that question hit me the other day. A guy goes, we saw some out there. And he goes, God, those are beautiful. I go, don't ever touch one. <laughs> and he goes, why? And I said, I'm out there fishing. Let I me got help clients you. in the boat. Let and me help I said, you. I decided to go fish a little bit longer for myself. So I go back to the jetties. I'm catching a few sheephead. And I look over, and he's spinning around in the middle of the river. And he goes, what happened? And I said, he had a lure in his mouth. And it wasn't your lure. And it wasn't my lure yeah. that somebody had flung out, and he tried to grab it and he got it caught in the side of his face and then he got it caught in the corner of his wing where the where the joint was right mm-hmm. and i felt pity for the poor animal so i go over there and I, after i fish for a while and i see him spinning around i said he's going to die if i don't do something about it so i go over there with a big scoop net dip him up sling him in the boat and i'm sitting there and i've got short sleeves on and I got a pair of pliers, and I grabbed that bird. And I'm going, okay. And you're, and you're talking by about, yourself. By myself. Yeah, now yeah. You're talking about a white bird. Bird's big. Beautiful. Yeah. They're, they're white, and they got big old gold eyes. And I mean, four, four and a half foot wing, yeah. wingspan. So he's flopping around. And Kirk's having visions as that bird's going to give me a hug. Yeah. And I this pull this lure out of his wing. Peter's going to meet me at the yeah. dock. Yeah. You know, yeah. So I get the pliers out. And the first thing I'm thinking, well, the first thing I do is get this thing out of his head. You know, because right. he's the guy, the poor guy's suffering. So I reach over the pliers, you know, and grab the hook outs and I'm pulling, pops it right out. No, you know, no foul. He's not bleeding or anything. I'm going, yeah, all right, all right. And all of a sudden he starts. That was in his head. That's his squawking stuff. You know, yeah. whack, whack. They, 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 whack, they like quack like a duck. Right. <laughs> and he starts doing that and he starts flopping around and I'm trying to hold the wing. So, so that lure doesn't get you. Yeah, it's got two treble hooks right. in it, you know, and it's flopping around. So I've got the wing and I've crest over here. All of a sudden he grabs me on the arm and I'm going, holy crap, he's got teeth. These damn things got teeth. Like real teeth. They've got like teeth like a snake. They go right. backwards. Yeah. And so I pull away, and when I do, it just rips the flesh off my arm. And I'm going, oh, my God. And then he hits me again. I'm going, no, not again. Yeah, it was oh bad God. now. Oh, oh, it was bad. I mean, it was bad. Yeah. I came in. I looked like I'd been in a fight with somebody with a razor blade. <laughs> I mean, both arms. I mean, I'm bloody. I come up to the boat ramp. My guys come up. They go, what in the hell happened to you? And I go, <laughs> I, I saved a bird, man. <laughs> But he didn't like me. <laughs> oh, he tore me up, man. It was brutal. Did you get the lure out of his wing? Oh, yeah. I oh, to, yeah. I, I was so disgusted with the lure, I went to Mayport and threw the lure in the garbage. I'm like, I don't want to see that lure ever again. All right, so the reason why that we brought that story wow. up is that the last time that, wow. that Kirk had been. Don't put your thumb on that. Kirk gave me <laughs> some knives. Yeah. And I had the infamous paper wheel sharpening system that we all had yeah. at that point. Yeah. And uh, so I sharpened Kirk's knives. That's sharp. Give it to him in the radio studio. We're on the air. Uh-huh. Kirk, Kirk takes the blade of the knife, and then you know, some people, I don't know why, 
I don't know why have either. to take their thumb and kind of run it on the edge yeah. to feel how sharp it is. Well, he does that and literally cuts the entire probably quarter inch or more off the tip of his thumb. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Like, for real. Yeah, oh, on yeah. the air. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my God. And, you know, when you do what we do for a living, our hands are covered with calluses. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the tips of our fingers yeah. from grabbing those fish and stuff. So, I mean, I thought, yeah, no big deal. Came right off. Yeah, he just <laughs> runs his thumb. Like looking at like Jeff's going, and I went, man, you're bleeding bad. And I'm like, it's running down my arm. And he arm. showed me, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's a just- big chunk of the tip of his thumb laying on the table. Oh, my God, man. It was bad. And uh, Dude, so so he just got the knife back. Chris yeah. from uh, ReSharp just Re-sharp. sharpened it up, and he took a piece of paper and just literally sliced it. Yeah. That bad boy's sharp. That joker. And don't do that. Don't, yeah, don't. Yeah, he don't, just started don't, to don't do, do that again. again. I that'll, know. That'll cut a muffin. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to cut, cut muffin. your muffin. Oh, that'll cut gosh. a muffin, man. So, I hey, so, folks, if you need that. your knife sharp, $6.99. Yeah. It's free to know. It's free. It's free, it's free. It's free today. But yeah. And tomorrow. Tomorrow. And, and tomorrow? Yes. Yeah, today yeah, and free tomorrow? Free today and tomorrow because yeah. it's, the, it's the grand opening sale this weekend. So, okay. it's free today and tomorrow. You got knives in your truck? I know. I'm going to get them. I'm going to break. Yeah. I'm going to go dig for knives. Yeah. I got knives in that toolbox. I think I'm. By the way, I'm digging. By the way, that took him two minutes. Not even that. Not even that. He walked away and came back in 90 seconds. It's it's pretty neat. It's a uh, it's a it's a computer. It's a laser. Yeah. It's he literally puts the knife in there and then the bam he pushes a button. Oh, you've never seen it? it, it, Uh -uh. Oh, it is cool. You got to watch it. It's a computer. Just puts it in there and doesn't. He doesn't have to touch it. You know, it's like a little. Yeah, it takes no time at all. So, if you want to get, again, you want to get your knife sharpened, boys, you know where to come today and tomorrow. Yes. And we're, we, you know, what I love about doing remotes. Oh, look at remotes, this. You are my yeah, hero. Yeah, I know. That's the Dude, best thing about remotes. You are all get, right, brother. We get goodies. Yeah. Hey, hey, that's okay. This is for me. I don't know what, what he brought for y'all. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I'll go put this out in the truck. Oh, you got a cooler? Man. Three yeah. Sisters oh. fish dip. Yeah. Oh, crackers. My oh, my God. Hot sauce to boot. Yeah. Man. See, we put out Chris, the Chris, co- I'm we put sorry out the you're call. not here. Yeah, exactly. It's like a SOS, <sighs> and it's coming, baby. Yep. Yeah, did we? We need to open one of them up so some of the Ace employees can try. David, David, you got to try that yeah, fish dip from Three Sisters. It's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Don't I, use this knife though. And huh? Richie, you know, we walk, we came in wow. this morning. Richie's right. our engineer from Ten Ten yeah. XL, and Richie's lost some weight. You right. know, so yeah. coming in, and you know, Rich, I was showing Richie the uh, Groove Life belts yep. in here, and and I said that these things are awesome. God. They're oh, just they got them in here. Yeah, well, they got, got them right there. Right. Oh, I'm gonna get one. Got them right there. And and Richie's like, oh, that's perfect because I've been I've lost some weight, which he has. Richie yeah. looks great. Yeah. And then we roll up in here with a zucchini bread, <laughs> right. and then we got everything <laughs> right. bagels. Right. We've got Chick Fil A chicken minis, and now we've got fish dip. Richie, yeah. you're, you're not losing weight today. I got to renegotiate my contract. This yeah, is, this is uh, an outrage. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Chris. But, sorry, Chris. Uh, Chris. You're not sorry. Hey, Don't Chris. lie. Chris, it's delicious. Oh, mm. that's that's nice. Rub a little salt in there. All right, so I got I got to go back and and share since we're we're sharing Kirk stories. Okay, yes. if we got some time here, which we do. Okay, the barking collar Kirk story. Uh, don't do that now. You don't no, need no, to go. No. You don't need to go overboard. No, I'm not going overboard. <laughs> But that, yeah, but we can start I talking it. sheephead stories here in a no, minute. No, you know? I know. <laughs> I want to know about Fred Miles. Why was he crying none. on the front of that boat? You know. <laughs> but just real quick, I'm not. I'm not rubbing it in or anything. All right. But you know, when people have there's these dog collars, 
that you put on dogs, and so when the it's to help control a dog's barking. Uh-huh. So when the dog barks, it gives them a little shock. Ronnie Edwards, though, Ronnie Edwards, did, he was the greatest guy. One of the nicest people you ever and meet. Tell, well, how did give you, you come the, about of getting this? He'd thing? give you the shirt off his back. Yep. And he was one of these guys. He knew he he ran the maintenance crew for AT and T when I was at Universal Card Services, going right. back like thirty years ago. Okay, and so Ron was one of the chief supervisors for the engineering crew and he could fix anything he was like a macgyver yeah he was and he he fixed our ac he put a new ac in our house he fixed our hot water heater he could do anything electrician everything so one day he calls me up and he goes man this dadgum dog collar i got for the dog ain't working and i said <laughs> well what's wrong with it he goes i don't know i said well come over to the house and he goes i said i got one too and it's, it's not it's not working right i said we got the same brand so he comes over and, he, and we're playing with these two collars and we got them laying on the table in the living room, and Kate's walking around the house cleaning the house, and we're drinking coffee, and he goes, maybe it's the battery terminal things, you know. So he takes it apart, and he's got a knife, and he's scraping the thing and puts the battery back in there, and he says, hold it up. Well, I didn't know it. Unbeknownst to me, he's turning the batteries backwards so that they're not polarizing oh. the unit. Oh. Okay. He's, being, he's always playing tricks on me. Uh-huh. And so I, I, he goes, hold it up to your hand and, and, and bark close to it. So I bark a couple times. I go, <laughs> how it's, go? Not, I mean, it's how, not working. What was the bark like? You know, you know woof. You know, <laughs> it, it didn't work. And it didn't shock my hand. So I, I, I look at it again. He goes, he takes it apart again. He puts the battery back in backwards. And he says, hold it up, hold it up to your arm where it's a soft piece of flesh right there. And I did. And he goes, bark near it. And I barked. <laughs> Nothing so, happened. So did you bark a little louder this time? Yeah, I did. Nothing happened. My wife's walking by going, what are you guys doing? I'm going, I'm playing with a dog collar. And she's like, be careful. And and why did you want this collar? Because your dog Our was dog, barking. We had a beagle, and he barked all the time. Oh, yeah. He was annoying. Trying, yeah. to, trying to solve the barking problem. Yes. Yeah. So finally, he pulls it apart again, puts it back together again. He goes, well, try it again. He said, hold it up to your neck and bark real loud. See if it works that way. So I didn't know it. He put the ba- oh yeah, he put the batteries back in the right way. I bark and it shocks the living <laughs> crap out of me. And it's got a setting on it. It's like one through ten. You're on ten, and he's got it on ten. I'm going, dude. And he's over there. He's laughing so hard he falls on the floor in the kitchen. And my wife walks in and goes, "What's so funny?" He tells her, and she starts laughing. She's crying. She goes, "Y'all are clowns." And I go, "It's Did it make your eyes water?" Oh. Oh, my God. I mean, it, it lit you up. I can tell you. I know why the dogs quit barking. I can tell you that for sure, man. I was like, good Lord. You know? So we were always trying to play practical jokes on each other. But uh, God that, rest That's us, one of know. the greatest stories oh, ever. Absolutely. Well, he used to call the show. Sure he did. And, oh, then, and then we had with the trucker. Remember oh, the trucker yeah. thing? Yeah, the, the, yeah. And the guy called up with the same voice. And I'm going, oh, I know who this Kurt, is. Kurt oh, and Jeff and I are looking at each other like, what are you doing, Kurt? Yeah, what are you like, doing? I know I'm who going, this is. I know this is Ron Edwards, yeah. man. Yeah, he He's thought he was another playing another practical joke. joke. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I told that trucker. Sure, you're a trucker. <laughs> I told that. I said, yeah, sure, you're a trucker. I said, you can shove your head up yeah. that exhaust pipe. <laughs> yeah, that's what he Remember that? I was like, wow. And the Jeff goes, well, if he's in the truck. Maybe he can pull the horn. All of a sudden, the guy goes, I can do that. And he goes, I'm going, Kirk, oh, Kirk turned white. Yeah, turned white. I was like, yeah. this guy's going to kick my butt. We're going to get out <laughs> yeah. of the studio. He's going to be sitting in the parking lot. Yeah. He's going to wear me out. Yeah. yeah, that's when we were on Normandy Boulevard. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And, and oh. Kirk was like, dude, I got to go. Yeah. I'm down here in the hood. I better leave now, man, before I get in trouble. We, oh. we actually, I, th- I think we gave the address out on the air at that point. <laughs> yeah, like, no, yeah, no, I want to talk to him. Come on down that. here, man. Don't do that. I mean, can you imagine if you were that guy? 
Oh, I know. You're like, what is what is this why problem? Is this, what is this guy, guy telling I'll me to I'm never calling that show again. Unit. Yeah, yeah. I'm never calling that guy again. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are terrible. Oh, God. Classic. Hey, you got to laugh at yourself sometimes. Absolutely. You, you do. Uh, and if you can't, uh, yeah. that's right. That's right. Well, I can tell you that uh, I've been trying to laugh at myself after the El Chipo this year. And yeah, I'm still, hey, still so I got to yeah. ask the question. The picture of Fred Miles laying on the front of the boat yes. and Tara posting that, that he needed therapy or something, was so funny. Dave Edwards took that picture of Fred, <laughs> and, and, he, and he was messing with the crabs in the very front right. live well that right. was on the Ford casting yep. deck. And, of course, Dave got creative with it. Right. Did you see it? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I laughed so hard I was crying. Yes. And put the caption on it and kind of like breaking news, Fred Miles, <laughs> you know, goes into state of depression based on performance of fishing team. <laughs> fishing team really sucks. <laughs> which, which, he needs uh, therapy. Then we posted on our Facebook and Instagram page, and the picture was perfect for, was for, the, for the actual subtitle headlines on it. It was classic. And, uh, you know, the, the, the crazy thing is, is that Fred's a great fisherman. And, uh, and I mean, everybody in our boat's really good fishermen. Yeah. Mike Hayes, Fred, Dave. Oh, yeah. And man. I consider myself pretty decent. Oh, yeah. And it's amazing how you always end up having somebody that doesn't catch a oh, fish it, it, or, it, or has a bad day. Yeah. And, I, and like, you, like, how does that happen? When you have four fishermen that are all pretty good, like last year, I don't think – Anybody else would caught a fish but me. Look, you, you guys have done enough bottom fishing. I can tell you. Guy on one side of the boat, guy on the other side of the boat. Dude, that's only eight feet. Not catching a thing. Not yeah. catching a damn thing. I and know. the other guy on the port side is wearing them out. And you're like, you know. I, I fished last summer next to Jeremy Alvarez, and we're king fishing in the same spot, 20 yards apart, going side by side. And his rods are going zoom, zoom. <laughs> And my guys I are going, that. and the guy's pulling on my shirt going, Cap Kirk, Cap Kirk. He's got another goal. Yeah. And he goes, why are we catching anything? And yeah. I'm going, I don't know, brother. It, I'm changing. For a, for a charter captain, I'm that's got to be the worst oh, feeling it's, in it, the world. It, you know, that's, seriously, it's one reason I don't like to fish around a, a lot of boats. Because you guys are watching them. Right. You Absolutely. Know, uh, they're, they're, they're watching them. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he's got one on and he's got one on. You're like, come on. Hey, Cap, well, how come we're not catching any you, fish? You, you remember <laughs> the guys that we fished with in Costa Rica. Yeah. Right? We fished, fished, fished. They never said a lick of English. Uh-uh. We get a bite. The guy goes, thank God. <laughs> that's the way it is. Yeah, that's, that's the way you feel, though. Yeah. You, you, know, you know the hardest bite all Always day caramba. Is, the, is your first one. Yeah. After you, after you get the first bite, you know what? You know, you, when you're fishing day, a tournament, down. When you're fishing a tournament, though, and you're fishing straight up and down in eight feet of water, and, right. and you're going up and down, and you're going, oh, and you come up, and there's no fiddler on there, and you're going, oh, and your teammates are going, what happened? I don't know. I missed. I missed him. I'll get him this time. And you put it down there, and you miss again. And you do that all day. That that'll wear you out. You come up, you don't yeah. catch a thing. The uh, it was funny that you say that. Just uh, real quick before we take a break, you feel like a goat. When the the very first fish that we ended up placing in the El Chipo, which was that little over ten pound fish that I caught, the first time we felt, you know, oh, we got a chance to win. Mm-hmm. Fred Miles was on when we were fishing. Uh, at our honey hole, Mayport, or not Mayport, but up in Fernandina, and Fred had lost two baits in a row just like that. Mm-hmm. 
or three baits. And I said, Fred, you're out. So I put a bait on and dropped and kind of pushed him out of the way and put in there in the same spot that Fred had just missed a couple fish. And, ooh, there it was. And got him, yeah. Yeah. And got him, and it was an over, over the over 10-pounder. Right. So, I mean, it just goes to show you that yeah. – yeah. Sometimes it's, I know that's yeah, just that's, how that's, it rolls. Yeah. All right, let's take a break here at the uh, uh, Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter, and we are live in Orange Park at the Hagen Ace Hardware Store, Grand Opening here on knives. Park Avenue. And Kevin's <laughs> going to the pickup truck to get knives because this weekend, today and tomorrow, all knives are being sharpened for free here at the Hagen Ace Hardware Store. Not all of them now, only at this location because the resharp guy, Chris, is here and he can take care of them. And Kirk just had his done and he is uh, hey, incredibly sharp. Be careful. It's sharp, man. Be careful. That's good to go. And we'll be back with more right after this. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Hey, folks, uh, consignment boat sales out there at Mayport is stocked with a great inventory of pre-owned boats. Go see Guy. That's our guy. guy our guy, Guy. Mm-hmm. Go to jacksboating.com if you uh, don't have an opportunity to drive out to Mayport to see their inventory. He's got bay boats, center consoles, and more coming. Again, jacksboating.com, or you can give Guy a call directly because you guy's great. He's a great guy to talk to. 904-249-6225. they got a beautiful like, light blue viper. Oh, it's beautiful. Sea fox. Oh, it's yeah, awesome. It is. It's on got a lot. Uh-huh. It's got on some good, yeah. good, good mojo it's on it, too. It's got good mojo. It got a lot Why of does fish. it have good mojo? It's got all the records. It's because it's mine. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> got a lot of fish out of all that right. boat. <laughs> All right, uh, hey, uh, we're live at uh, 1480 Park Avenue. Got a grand opening weekend here at the Hagen Ace Hardware Store. It's a store number, well, let's ask the man directly yes, himself. Hey. Mr. Bill Hagen joins us now. Store number what? Number 10. Ten. Awesome. Number 10. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. That is great. It has really been an awesome um, few days since we've opened the store January the 2nd, but yesterday just uh, blew us out of the water. Uh, That's just, great. We were jam-packed from 730 the whole day. Awesome yeah. day. Yeah, I was uh, I was looking through the flyer, I think, about a week ago or so. I got the opportunity to look at it, and I was like, man, look at some of these deals you've got going on. Coors for 40 bucks that are normally 100 bucks, yep. and mulch for like a $1.99. I mean, that's a good number. I mean, I can get me a – the tape measure here for six bucks. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah, it. I've already got this on my wish list. <laughs> Even got Hagen Ace on the side. That's of exactly that. right. And yep. the phone number. Which is what? Now this phone number that's on the side of this tape measure, Mr. Bill. Okay, we uh-huh. got to find out which number, and where does that number? Is that for this store that's, location? That's for this store. Okay. okay. That's for this store. All right. So if I go to another Hagen Ace store, I'll get the number from that location that on location. the tape measure. That's right. All right. And I can tell you that uh, we've been very well taken care of here this morning. Uh, first of all, you got to get your piece of the zucchini bread. Oh, boy. Okay, that Tara sent in with me zucchini this morning. Zucchini bread's always on. Uh, Man, it's number one. We put the word out. It's like, holy, it's like a buffet table. And then, and then uh, Carla brought us uh, some uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Bagels. Everything bagels that are stuffed with cream cheese, yep. which I didn't know. That was a nice that surprise. really uh-huh. cool. And uh, Mr. Al brought us some fish dip from mm-hmm. Three Sisters Food Services, which is ridiculously good. And now we've gotten donuts brought to us. <laughs> I mean, Bill, would you like to gain a few pounds yes, with us yes. this morning? Well, let me tell you, uh, I came yesterday to work. 
<laughs> and I got up early this morning. And the wife said, why in the world are you going back today? I said, man, today's party day. The outdoor show's there. That's right. They have food, man. I mean, yesterday was work, days eat. Gosh almighty. <laughs> yeah. So uh, tell me how this store came about. Well, there was an open market in Orange Park. And, um, you know, it's, it's convenient to a couple of our other stores. and just hated anybody else to get in this market. So space became available. They moved two other businesses out into other parts of the shopping center to open up a, a space big enough for us. And after a year of um, cleaning up the space and building out, we were able to uh, get in here in November, December, set up our fixtures and merchandise, and opened up January the 2nd. Nice. And the neat thing about, about this location is that it's not a big location right. compared to some of your stores, mm-hmm. but it's got a little bit of everything. It does. It's, uh, we kind of joked. We had on Facebook the other day our Hey Dude display, which is kind of unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But by the way, we still sell hardware in this store. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> By the way, I've got a Hey Dudes display in my closet, too. Do you? I yeah. love those shoes. Yeah, they're awesome, aren't they? Are you wearing them? Not today. Not today. What? you got to be wearing the Hagen products, Bill. <laughs> I mean, okay. you got to be a walking advertisement. Okay. Look at me. i got my Hey Dudes on. Hey Dude. you got okay, the I, got my, I got my hooks. i got my hat. Got You're my glasses. They're all from Hagen. Well, Jeff, I'm going to learn you from you. Stop so right I'm there. representing. Yeah, yeah exactly. okay. It's called representing. Yeah. He's, going, he's going to the underwear. Yeah, you let's not go that. any further. Yeah, now. I wasn't going to do that with Bill. But <laughs> if you really want to see it. Uh, <laughs> I think we'll take a rain Fair check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, security, uh, aisle one, please. <laughs> the, <laughs> Big guy uh, with a black hat. The, so this is number 10. Number 10. Okay, but number 11. Oh, especially. I mean, we just talked about how this is not a big location. Right. Number 11 is going to be big. It's going to be big. It's and and be big. because the mothership is right. going to be in Callahan, which was the very first location of the family hardware store, which was Brandy's. That's correct. 78 years ago, 1945, uh, my mother's father, Cliff Brandy's, um, got off the railroad and started the first general store, hardware store in Callahan. It was Brandy's Home and Farm Supply. And what year was that? 1945. Wow. 1945. That was a tough time of the year to start a a store like that, too. Oh, it was. During the war. Yeah, during the war. Exactly. But he had uh, the historic buildings were still there. The buildings were built in the 30s and 40s, and he opened up in 45 and has been there ever since. But it's time to... um, Kind of moved down the road, built a bigger store. So instead of a little bit bigger, we thought we'd make it a lot bigger. Uh, you uh, think? Yeah. Uh, so. now, now, how many square feet is this store ballpark? Uh, 12,000. Okay, so we're 12,000, which is a lot. Right. Okay, the store in Callahan is going to be? A little bit, o- little bit over 60,000. Wow. Gosh. 60,000. Yep. Wow. And, and the beautiful part is there's a retention pond. Yes, there oh. is. Okay, right there that's uh, going to happen to be maybe a little test drive pond for the kayaks, maybe? I don't know, I don't know who you've been talking to, but. Uh. <laughs> well, look, here's the thing. If I'm going to buy a kayak from you guys, you I want to test drive. I know you guys do t- test days and all that kind of stuff, but I wouldn't mind sticking one in that retention pond because I've seen some of the aerial shops. Pretty, pretty big okay, retention Now, I know you probably got to, you know, probably not going to be allowed, but. <laughs> I would like to do that. Be pretty cool, wouldn't it? That's a lot of square footage. It is. And uh, what year did the affiliation with Ace Hardware begin? I think 1960. Now, Dad joined in 62. That was Dad's first store. Yeah. And they were Ace then, so I think it started in 60. That's incredible. Yep. For 63 years. 63 years. Your family has been affiliated with Ace Hardware. You know, what's really neat is I was reading a book the other day, and it talks about really as America was being built and it goes back to um, back in the 20s when they were buying dynamite and all to make railroads and mm-hmm. 
they went to the local hardware store to buy that stuff. So literally, yeah, yeah. hardware stores have been around to build America. And if you think about all the family-owned or what I'm going to call the mom-and-pop local stores, most of all the industries are gone. But hardware stores have been around for, even in Ace, there are stores that have been around for 150-plus years that have been passed down to four and five generations of families. So, so it's pretty special that so we survive. So what, what aisle is the dynamite on? Uh, we, we decided to close that out. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, back a few years ago. Okay, yeah. all right. Took that out of our midst. <laughs> but that's true. I, I, I remember as a kid, you know, growing up, I, I was born in 55. I mean, the hardware store, you bought everything in it. Everything. You bought guns. You bought ammo. Yep. I, I mean, duck decoys. It's funny yeah. you say that, Kirk, I mean, because everything. you guys now have guns and ammo at some locations. Yeah, last year was a pretty rough year for us. We remodeled four stores while we were trying to get this one open and in the middle of construction in Callahan's. We had a lot going on, mm-hmm. but one of the reasons was granddad's stores always sold firearms ammunition, and we don't. And we knew that we needed to keep that, so we came back and took a couple stores. Green Cove was number one around September. We remodeled and opened up firearms hunting and, and everything there. That's awesome. Which was adding to the fishing and the outfitter store. And then we got to Glen St. Mary, which you guys were at on November the 5th, and mm-hmm. uh, we, that was the day that we kind of showcased all of our new hunting and fishing. So now we're heading to Callahan with the largest. So we'll have uh, three or 400 firearms on display at all times. Uh, so it's not a hardware store with a few guns in a corner. I mean, this is a pretty major commitment. Now, it's amazing kind of what our country has been through in the last couple of years from, from a global pandemic to now here we are and in different times, okay? And I know that the, during the difficult times from the pandemic, there was a lot of supply chain issues. Right. How has that been for you guys now uh, since that was kind of crazy for everybody? Has it calmed down for you guys? It's calmed down a lot. Ace Hardware is the best hardware supplier in the country um there's multiple places you could buy from but ace has been shipping us at 98 and a half percent which simply means if i bought 100 items i got 98 and a half of those Mm -hmm. during the pandemic it got into the 30s wow which forced us to go find product anywhere else we could where you could which was a struggle but the 30s have now come back to the upper 80s so so in 20 and 21 it improved but through 22 it really got better so so we're in a lot better place today that's the one thing that i've always appreciated about i mean your store hagen ace but the ace hardware stores is that when you walk in it's rare you ain't gonna find something that you need right right how do you do that i mean how, how do you cover all the basis of what people want in a hardware store well, I heard it said this way. We used to be a store that had all of your needs. But if you think about our store today, we got a lot of wants. <laughs> wants and needs. Yeah, you, yeah. you don't have to have a kayak. Right. You, know, you don't have to. Ha- there's a lot of things you don't have to have. But our store, we've really added a lot of the, the, the nice things I want. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll I tell you the simplest thing is if we listen to our staff, and if our staff is listening to all of our customers, and simply every time you come in for something mm-hmm. and we say, sorry, we don't carry that goes on a list we write it down yeah. right? and we're immediately you know the bigger stores big corporate they're they're like running a titanic it takes a while to turn that ship but yep. we we want to be quick and nimble and i mean when we find we're having calls for something we want to be able to make that adjustment pretty quick and we work real hard on doing that and that's why each store in, in the local neighborhood local community will have a different selection uh like the firearms and all right. we're going to be in the three communities that really have have begged for firearms there's no place to go get it local mm-hmm. and that's what we work for well, so I think this sends a great message to your to your customer base that if they come in one of your stores and you don't have what they want to tell somebody, and there's 
a chance that you're going to carry. Good chance we'll add it. And then a lot of things that we'll do is is if we don't have it, you know, Ace carries about 75,000 items. We have about 25,000 in each of our stores. And you don't have any snow blowers or anything like that? No, but I can get you one. Okay. If you really want one, I can get it for you. And that's what I was leading to. You know, yeah. We can go on, online right. to Ace Hardware, and we can get that shipped to right. us. So that's called a special order. And yeah. most wow. of the bigger stores just say, sorry, I don't have that. Or, so sorry, so sorry, in other words, seriously, you're, you're not joking here, that if, if I lived down here and I okay, was a snowbird, mm-hmm. and I was going to go back and spend the winter this, this time up in the Upper Peninsula, Mich- Michigan, I can say, hey, Bill, I need a slow snowblower. You can get me one. I'll get you one. That's amazing. I'll get you one. And by the way, you need one up there right now. Up in the Upper Peninsula? Oh, I mean, they're just getting hammered. That's why down. we don't live there. That's right. All right, so, uh, you know, here, here's the one thing I'm a little disappointed in. I'm going to be perfectly honest because I, I saw a picture of your grandson with a turkey. Yeah. Oh, boy. Because there last we weekend was youth season, and you know I'm a turkey hunter. I know it. But I have not gotten the invite to come and hunt, uh, okay, Hagen Acres. Well, Jeff, I was going to, but I saw on social media – you out there working so hard with yeah. a chainsaw. That's right. A machete, setting up your setting up your See, I like yeah. the way you think. And I, I said he's got the spot yeah. picked I, I would have stopped yeah. by Callahan on the way, Bill. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Great, did, great uh, who did the calling? Well, my, my son-in-law, Garrick, mm-hmm. uh, he's got um, – I should have known. From, from Caden down, but little Cash, he's five years old. Uh, Caden got to the point to where he killed his turkey a few years ago, and we tried to get him to go back. And, you know, he, he just is not interested. So my first thing, is it because he felt bad killing something? You know, I'm trying to find it out. And he looked at me and he said, Potts, you just got to be too still and too quiet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's right. A little cash went out there, and Garrett Garrett did the calling, and uh, two two Jake came up, and he had him him a rest where he could put the gun on. Mm -hmm. But he literally said, I'm just going to tap you on the shoulder. Turn the safety off, and you pull the trigger when you're ready. Now, he put a little scope on the gun. I think he had a 20-gauge. little red dot? A little, little red dot. Five-year-old, awesome. five first time he pulled the trigger, got him a turkey. So that, awesome. that was awesome. That's great that, I, lo- I mean, for kids, yeah. I, I couldn't – that's probably would be the number one thing I would recommend when they shoot. It, give them a red dot. Mm-hmm. Because it's as close to a video game as as there is. There you go. There it you go. simplifies things for them. Mm-hmm. Little technology makes it easy. Yeah. So uh, how many more turkeys you got running around there, Bill? <laughs> uh, that's closed. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's, that's Today's opening day. Anybody hunting? Is Garrick out hey, hunting? We're, we're at the store. We're, yeah. Well, Garrick's not here. I don't see Garrick. Garrick's uh, not here. Hey, yeah. Maybe I'll tell you during the break. We're going to call Garrick. I'll, I'll, right. I'll bet you he – I know he works at the, the – which store? Well, he's over all of the firearms and uh, the ammo. He, he's the buyer merchandiser, so he's going to be between the three stores. That are so where is he supposed to be at He's today? testing today. Well, I don't know doing. where he's at today. He's off on yeah. Saturday. Oh, 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 he is. But, you know, thinking part of the family, you would have just thought he would have been here. Now, maybe he's going to come a little later. On opening day of turkey season, Bill? I would have thought better. Yeah. <laughs> and he's in charge of guns and ammo? Yeah. I you mean, think? He's yeah. got to do research. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's got to do research. Yeah, that, that might be it. Yeah. All right. So, uh, b- before we let you go, if, uh, if Bill Hagen could take one hunting trip, because we had this conversation a little bit earlier, if you could hunt one species and only one species for the rest of your life, okay, we had this conversation. For us, it would be deer hunting. For you, what would it be if you could hunt one species for the rest of your life? And then also, if you could go somewhere to hunt that species, where would your dream trip be to? Hmm. Only one. Well, as you get older, you think about how much walking do I want to do. That's why you guys pick deer. 
You can just go sit. <laughs> now all you guys get kind of old I'm and believer, arthritis. I'm a believer in, in golf carts. You just right. sit in the golf cart yeah. and just uh-huh. sit. Yeah. But I just absolutely love watching dogs. Mm. And to me, the best trip that we take is every year to South Dakota. I just right. absolutely pheasant. love a pheasant. I can, yeah. I can relate to that. I it grew is a up, lot of fun. I grew up hunting quail with my dad. But, you know, there's just not wild quail anymore around here. It's all. Yeah, it's all houses. But we enjoy going out <laughs> on uh, farmland that everything is wild and the dogs are flushing and pointing. And it's just absolutely uh, awesome. It, yeah, I've, I've, I've had the opportunity to do that five or six times. And it's yep. amazing. It's it's. It's fun, and, and and by the way, that's some tough walking. It is. Uh, it's. I mean, it's. You know, you think of Kansas, or I was being flat and stuff, but man, when you're can be, it can, it can be. But, but it ain't. You too get down in those ravines. It and ain't that bad, though. Come on. It's not. No, that I, bad. I'm talking about you. You got to have the brush pants on, though. And I mean, yeah, you're, going, yeah. you're going through some nasty stuff. So, if dream trip for you, yeah. South Dakota, mm-hmm. pheasant. Well, well, if I went back on a real dream, but you said one species, I'm going to give you the okay. trip of my lifetime. Trip of a lifetime. Where are you going? I'd go back to Argentina, and I'd hunt dove. Nice. I, I just love birds. You'd have yep. to ask Jake if you get Jacob up. But we, uh, we How long about. has it been since you've been to Argentina? Ten-plus years. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We, we went down to my dad. And you always, when you go on a trip, you're thinking this is going to be all about Jacob. He was young, maybe 18. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we went down, and I could not get the gun out of dad's hand. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, there will be dove after lunch. Right. I mean, they just keep coming. But my dad was like the first trip a kid at Disney World. Mm-hmm. He just was unbelievable. But, you know, you go down and, and you're taking over a 1,000 birds a day, and they just keep flying. So if you love birds and you love pulling the trigger, yeah. unbelievable. I did that in Mexico a few years back, and, uh, and I've always wanted to do the South America trip and, and do the peacock bass mm-hmm. and then a dove, you know, where you could kind of combine yeah. that. I, I think that that would be a trip to be dreamed about. Awesome trip, memories for a lifetime. And I have, and I have pictures of uh, you know how they do the um, uh, Brazilian barbecue where they're cooking things on an open pit. Right. Um, I have that pictured in my mind at lunchtime. I mean, one they, of these days. They did that every day at lunch. Did they? They put hammocks out. We'd come back and have on uh, nice. coals on the fire, and everything was done outdoors. Absolutely wonderful. Awesome. Nice. Yep. All right, hey, congratulations, yeah. store number 10. Great seeing Thank you. you. Uh, looking forward to store number 11. Can't uh, wait. When are we going to be on remote there, maybe? Be, be this summer. This summer. Be this summer. summer. Okay, cool. Wow. Looking forward to it. It's getting right. close. Looking forward to it. All right, thank you, Bill. Thank Thanks, you. Bill. Let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. We'll be back with more from right here in Orange Park at the grand opening of store number 10 of Hagen Ace Hardware. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooters. Time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power and the Cat Rental Store has the most dependable fleet in the industry, and it's the youngest fleet in the industry, which makes your productivity hit exactly where you need it to be, and that is constant work all day long. Ringpower.com to learn more. This week's tip, come on by and see us today or tomorrow if you yeah, want to absolutely. okay we won't be here but you can come on by hagen ace hardware of orange park location is 1480 park avenue they've got a grand opening sale going on with some huge discounted items huge discounted items they've got uh, the 20 can tech cooler from yukon outfitters regularly 100 bucks or 39.99 they've got Hollywood. 
that has some great values there. You want a retractable utility knife. Uh, that's like $3 off of that. If you want some of those lighters that Kevin was talking about. Yes, at 49 cents. The yeah, Quicken Flame Lighter, 49 cents. I'm going to grab a few of them. Yep. They've got batteries on sale. They've got uh, Wasp and Hornet spray, two for $5. By the way, Birdseed. Two bags for twenty bucks. Two bags for twenty bucks. Oh, I gotta get those too. That's, my that's, wife feeds those birds like yep. crazy. <laughs> yeah, they got Lord. Some, got some things as well uh, on the uh, Hagen Aces local department. They've got some discounted fishing rods and reels, kayaks in here as well. So just check them all out here at uh, Hagen Ace, at, uh, the Orange Park location, fourteen eighty Park Avenue. All right, let's go to the phone lines and bring up Top Gun. Top Gun. What's going on, boys? What a Top Gun. Hey, is there a big crowd sitting out in front of you? Yes. Good morning, outdoor show fans. <laughs> Congratulations to the new Kagan Ace. Um, happy anniversary, Captain Favor. Thank you, sir. Uh, happy birthday, Captain Kirk. Yep. Thank you, Jay. Happy, bur- happy birthday, Billy the Kid. Yep. Thank you, sir. And I don't want to leave logs out, so uh, congratulations on the El Cheapo. <laughs> that was totally uncalled for, Top Gun. Oh, that's good. I love it, though. You know what? I love you, man. You're all right. I had to get that in. Yeah, you're all right, Jay. I appreciate that, Top Gun. Just go ahead and dog pile on with you're, the rest of them. You're a good man. <laughs> and happy birthday to me. Oh, oh, what? it's your birthday? I'm not real sure because I'm <laughs> 70 years old, but I could have had one while I was on hold. <laughs> <laughs> You weren't on hold too well, long, were you? Well, let's uh, put you back on hold. You can celebrate another birthday. <laughs> no, let's don't do that. Hey, what I want to know is who made this forecast about batting down the hatches going to be pouring about 11 o'clock Friday night and all day Saturday. There's not been one drop of rain in the village. Who said uh, who did well, that I, forecast? Yeah, I, I didn't see the Friday forecast. I mean, well, I, 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 I mean, I, I did. I didn't see rain. That's what I heard. All hmm. kind of rain. Well, I'm telling and you, it's, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Uh, yeah, I'd wait what, about. Uh, yeah, it's coming. Yeah, there's some coming today. There's some rain in McClenny right now, in Live yeah. Oak. So it's coming. Cool. Well, a little rain won't kill us. No, no, you won't melt. That's for sure. But the, but the seaweed, Mike, that could be a sign of global warming, and we've only got three years left. <laughs> well, five thousand miles of it. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It is. Yeah, it's definitely unusual. It's not something we see too uh, frequently. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, this uh, this uh, Catholic. Teenage boy uh, takes off for the church, and for the church with one of his buddies. And uh, he gets there, his buddy waits outside. He goes in, he has to see the priest. He sees the priest, and he says, uh, Father, I need to talk with you because I sinned. 
And uh, the priest said, well, let's go over in the booth over here. So they get in the booth, and the priest said, what'd you do? And the teenage boy says, well, yesterday I was with this girl, and all day, and then into the night, and one thing led to another, and, well, you know what happened. And the priest said, uh, was it Sally Jones? And the kid sits for a minute, he goes, no. He said, was it Betty Smith? Kid sits for a minute, he goes, no. Priest says, uh, was it uh, Angie Barnes? Kid sits for a minute, he goes, no. And the priest said, well, when you get home tonight, I want you to say, 10 Our Fathers a hundred different times and 10 Hail Marys a hundred different times. And you can go, you can leave. So the kid goes outside and his buddy's waiting on him. He says, what happened? And the kid says, well, the bad news is I've got to say 10 Our Fathers a hundred times and 10 Hail Marys a hundred times. That's going to take me all night. And his buddy said, what's the good news? And the kid said, the priest gave me three new leads. Always good. I was wondering where that was going. I was going, boy, he's getting right on the edge there. He's walking the chalk line. Like, be careful. Oh, my gosh. That's funny, man. That's pretty funny. Oh, he, good. He had me at the priest says, all right, what'd you uh, do? Did you have, hey, Chris, yeah. admit it. You had your finger on <laughs> yeah, the button, you didn't did. you? I was ready to dump, baby. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> Absolutely. All good, though. Mm-hmm. All Woo. right, so um, uh, turkey hunting yes. Tuesday? Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Now, how are you going to – have you looked at the satellite image of the property? Have you got so, any idea? So, 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 so I'm going over Monday – Carrie and I are going over Monday afternoon. And we got um, – Now, where is that at? I, I'm, uh, towards Gainesville? It's towards Gainesville. Gainesville. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew it's, it was it's somewhere just like south that. of we, uh, south of Melrose. We had hunted there years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, at, yeah. Uh, yeah Floor Home. Floor Home. Tommy Clay's place. It's Tommy Clay's same place. Same area, right? Yeah, same area. Home, Hawthorne. Yeah, yeah. Number of times with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, so um, my buddy Herb's going to meet us there on Monday afternoon, um, and he said he's got a buggy. I don't know exactly what that means, and he's going to take us around and show us where we can. Okay, hunt. so but you don't have you haven't had any look at the property or anything. No, okay, no, no. As a matter of fact, I should I, I should I should probably do that. He's he, yeah. He, I mean, yeah. that's man with Google yeah, he Maps. Me, he sent me a pen. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I should I should do that. But you, you know what? Um, There's I these, can uh, I can vision that property. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. That 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 middle, lot of Palmettos. That, that, that middle Florida. Paints Prairie. Yeah, yeah Paints Prairie. You know, I mean, oh, it's, yeah. it's all kind of the same. You yeah, know they I mean? have, but they have um, turkey oaks. Now, there's, there's. The, I was, I was trying to think because there's, you know, there's an app for everything. It seems like, right? But they have these apps, and some of them are the uh, the hunting apps. Yeah. And when you pull it up, you can actually like that pin that you, that he sent you. Right. You could pull it up on the app. So I got Onyx Hunt. That's exactly what you can use. Yep, yep. So then where, where he gives you a pin, so now you can find that on the Onyx Hunt, and it will give you a map, but then it would also show you the ownership of the land 
So it would give you property boundaries. So so you have to pay for that. Okay, that's the yep, yep, additional yep. fee. So I did that in Georgia. Okay. So so I have all landowners. Um, so you don't get you have to pay for it if you went to. You have to pay for it by state. Oh. Yep. Okay, I got you. Yep, yep. It's it, right next to Little Orange Creek uh, Nature Park. Yeah. So there's a part. There's a big park there. Well, Hawthorne, you're talking about. I mean, yeah, it's Hawthorne. not yeah, necessarily yeah. the property. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, absolutely. But, um, but, but some but, of those, some of those apps, yeah, are are a little off. Yep. As far as some of the property lines and, and things of that nature. Well, and well, well not only that, but but most of them are not up to date. Correct. On, on their uh, scenery pictures. Do you, you have an address? Do you that? have an address? I do. Yeah, give it to me. I got a topo map here yeah, I'm looking yeah, at. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but while we're yes, figuring absolutely. that out, let's go back to the phone lines because uh, Mr. Chip Wingo is joining us right now. Morning, Chip. Good morning, guys. Morning, How Chip. Good. I think Kevin, a video you got to check out later. It's pretty cool. I don't know if you've seen it. Where uh, this guy, John Casper, does a um, – United States turkey for lamb, and they try to do it in 36 hours, and it takes 45 to do it, but it's pretty amazing. They hit Florida, Alabama, South Dakota, and Kansas, and in 45 hours, it's pretty incredible. So 45 hours, they got the Grand Slam? Yeah, they started when they fired the first shot at 9 a.m. in uh, Alabama that they ran and jumped on his plane and just flew to, you know, the different states, never stopped. See, that's not even fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's not even fair. (laughs) Had an opportunity to do it in 26 hours, but they couldn't get the turkey on camera. (laughs) That would be uh, that, uh, first of all, if you have the ability to do that, you've you've got a little bit of money. Right. And uh, you've got access to a very fast plane. Yeah. And you've got access to very good ground. Yeah, I I was thinking, yeah. And they were doing it to raise money for the NWTF as well. Um, I thought it was a pretty cool stunt, but uh, it was just kind of funny because, you know, getting blown out off the water today, I'm doing nothing but watching videos and cleaning up around the house trying to figure something to do. I got another couple weeks to go until we get to go up there. Which is just ridiculous. It's stupid. I Uh, keep harping on it, and and, and I sit there and watch all the – birds in the front yard they're all breeding and, you know and i'm like that dude's gonna be done by the time april yeah, 1st comes around I don't quite understand george's reasoning i mean i i do but i don't right you know they move the season back in april typically george's season would be opening next weekend right but it's all the way back yep. to april now april 1st yeah don't quite get that yeah i no. guess I guess they said something about COVID uh, with the amount of hunters that were in the woods for that. I, mean, I don't know. And, and by the way, I don't dispute that. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, there was there was a, you know, I, again, I don't know if that's why my turkey numbers were down for two years, but there were a lot of people in the woods in April. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean March and April, man. I mean, and, and uh, you know, talk to more people about turkey hunting than, than ever because they could still do it. You know, it was one thing they could do outdoors, just like the water. I mean, right. you know, yeah. you, in, in April two years ago, Chip, on a Monday, it was like a Saturday. It was ridiculous. And, oh, and, and, and You know, and look, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I fished on Thursday morning. I got to the ramp at 7 o'clock. It's packed. Packed. I'm like, wow. 
Kirk, it, it, it been the same way for you in Mayport? Yeah, I mean, and of course they had the Wahoo tournament, so a couple of guys declared this week. And well, they, they had this, to because it was the only day they could go. Well, was it? Well, Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday? Thursday. 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 It was packed Thursday. Yeah. It was a zoo. They, they, I, think, I think Paul said they had 90, 97 people on, on, on Thursday go to yeah. declare. Yeah. Because it, 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 it ends. It, when does it end? It's it's coming up. It's soon. Yeah. yeah. Um, because that's the first day they've been able to get out in 10 days, and they're not going to be able to get out for the next five or six days. Yeah, until like Wednesday, Thursday maybe. of this week coming yeah. up. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Maybe. So, yeah. You had a yeah, good week, fun. though, Chip. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun, and then I got to see the Admiral, Mr. Uh, Kirk Walt. He didn't recognize <laughs> me at first, but. He looked like a Russian Cossack with this big old giant camo-looking square hat on, and he was all bundled up. And I, I drove by him looking at him, and all of a sudden I hear this, Cap Kirk, and I look over, and it's, and it's Bill. And I'm going, Chloe? And then and I see, I'm like, who's that other guy? And then I turn around, I look over there, and, and they start sending me texts. We start texting back. And I said, Chip, you look like a big Russian Cossack. <laughs> And he comes by and starts speaking in Russian. It was great. Uh, that's, that's pretty funny. Well, that's, when that's it's good cold, stuff. I like to be warm. So. No, I'm, hey, I'm with you. It's been freezing it I mean, a couple days this Thursday week. Thursday morning, it was Holy 41 smoke. degrees, yeah, man. Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah. I mean, I had my granddaughter in the boat, good. and it yeah, was it did feel good. flipping cold, yeah, it man. Was, it was cold. It was cold. So, uh, Chip, yeah. real quick, uh, inshore fishing, how's it been for you? Um, it's been pretty good. I've been concentrating on some bigger fish. Um, and drum and uh, you know I'll go back in the creek because they don't cooperate and they haven't been on some of the colder mornings I've just been going and hitting some bigger fish off ledges in the intercoastal and in the river um, but getting good numbers um, you know of fish and some real nice fish too you know depending on what my clients are looking for but we can put it quick there's some good trout around in some of the areas um, you got to work for them to find them but using side scan, you're able to locate a lot of fish um, if, if you start utilizing it. and Cheater. You know it, you can find them. <laughs> Cheater. <today>. Cheater. <laughs> hey, man, uh, I'll do anything to get my clients on fish. That's <laughs> right. I don't blame you. Yeah. So, that's amazing but, uh, technology. I'm starting well, to if we have it, why not use it, you know? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Hey. I'm totally with you. Yeah. I use mine all the time, man. Yeah. Once I, I figured to, out how to use it, it, it's been awesome. Pull up to the so. jetties and do a side scan of those rocks. Oh, that's got to be I mean, It's, be it's awesome. money. You can yeah. see them swimming in. Like, okay, they're right here, and everybody's going, what are you looking at? And I go, you just got to know what to nothing, look at. Nothing here. Nothing here. Nothing here. Yep. Nothing All right, here, Chip. Nothing. Thanks, buddy. You got it, guys. Have an awesome day. Yep. All right. See you, buddy. Yeah, we are live at Hagen Ace, the new Hagen Ace in Orange Park. What's the address, Jeff? 1480 Park Avenue, which is US 17 at uh, south of 295. Before you get to Kingsley, can't, can't miss it. Yep, if you want to give us a call, 641-1010. We'll be right back with the Nimnik Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Yeah. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. We're live in Orange Park and the grills are going. I don't know what they're cooking, I but do. I smell um, something. So pork, I went that's a pork, chicken, sausage, 
Oh, my and gosh. I think some ribs. I'm not going. Oh, they're going to be done now. by the time we're off the air. I, I don't. I don't know, but I did have a conversation. You got to always have a conversation. Need a little research and uh, getting down in that department. <laughs> right. OSR uh, right there, baby. That's right, OSR. So there's a couple items I have my eyes on in here. Yeah, you got busted too. Did I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Chris heard every bit Chris, of it. You heard it? I did. I uh, did. What'd she, what'd she say, Chris? Oh, she called you and said, you already got a pair of boots. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm sitting here minding my own business. Right. And these pair of hook, you know, short slip-on booties keep staring at me. Right. Like the extra toughs. Yeah. You know, that yeah. they got the uh, Mossy Oak original uh-huh. camo. They the do. The bottom blank. They do. And I'm looking at them, and I'm going, they look about my size. Yeah. So I just put my daughter in charge of finding out what is the biggest size that they carry in that boot. Let me ask you this, because I, I, I bought the extra toughs. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> and I bought my original size, which I, I wear a size 10. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Too small. They, they run a little smaller, they, the extra tough. Yeah, they okay, do. okay. All right, I, I had to send them back, and I got a pair of 11s. Yep. And they, they work perfect. Yep. So, for folks that if they're ordering, yeah, they because always... we use this as a, as a gear tip of the week uh, months ago, but if you're, if you're interested in the extra, and by the way, everybody's wearing They're awesome. They're, everybody's wearing these boots. I mean, well, yeah. you get in the boat, and your feet don't get wet. Well, I mean, here, that's here, one here, of the nice features. Here's the thing about those kind of boots. And what we're talking about, we're, we're talking about rubber boots that are basically ankle boots. Right. Okay, they don't go up to your calf. They don't go up to your knee. <laughs> They're ankle rubber slip-on booties. And Extra, yeah. extra Tough makes them. Hook makes yep. a version of yep. them. And I think there's one other company. There, there is. There um, is. Because when we were looking online, there was, yeah, there there was a, another there, one. Yep, yep. And they're all good quality. Yep. And, yep. Uh, but man, as far as... Fishing goes, they're awesome. They are. And also, when it comes to, like, a, like a casual pair of rain boots. Right. Can, can you know how women are? They got, I know. They got rain I boots. I know how women are. <laughs> <laughs> they got to have rain boots, right? I mean, most guys are like, ah, my feet are going to get a little yeah. wet. It's no yeah. big deal. But for fishing, I mean, those boots are awesome. Socks or no socks? Socks. socks. So- absolutely. Have, Always. Have, have socks. You got to have socks. Now, now, my feet did get a little warm yesterday. I can't. I, I, I don't know that I can wear these in the dead heat of the no, summer. You can. Mm, you can. You, you got to wear. You wear thin socks. Yeah. I'm telling you, I wear them all summer long. You just got to wear thin socks. Okay. The one good thing that's really nice about them is your feet never get wet. Right. I, I get that. I mean, because now in Mike, the summertime, you know how we were whether we're flip flops or, or Crocs or something, and your feet are, stay wet. Yeah. You know. And I hate that. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I really. I do. I hate that. I don't like having wet feet in yeah, the boat, but they were all day long. The, the, the one thing that I, I truly liked is the, is the cushion, and the other thing was the grip. Mm-hmm. You know, you never felt like you were going to slip or, no. or, or anything. And, 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 you know, Jeff, this is the other thing. It protects your feet. It protects your toes. Right. You know, yeah. flip-flops and stuff like that, man. I mean, you, you kick the corner Well, or I had Jeff like Leach's uh, son in the boat, uh, Jaden, the other day, and, and he likes to walk around in the boat barefoot. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. No, that. I'm not either. And no, I had no dropped, way. and I had dropped an owner kale hook yeah, on the deck. Yeah, absolutely. At the charter the, that morning, right? I did, I did a double on on Thursday, and so when they got in the boat, I said, "Jaden, you can walk around the boat 
without your shoes on. But I said, there's a perfect example. Why not? And I looked down, and there's a doggone hook sit, sitting on the deck. Right. And, you know, you don't want to step on that. That's bad oh, news. Oh, Lord. Look who's up oh, in Hollywood. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> there's Waldo has shown up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Hey, um, uh, we got uh, Larry Minyard on the phone, what? I believe. Yeah, the, the the sheep slayer. Sheep slayer. Turkey? Yeah, man. The sheep Wait a minute. Slayer. He must have killed a turkey. He this must morning. have killed Absolutely. a turkey. Absolutely. That's the only reason you would call in. Good. 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 Spit it out. Go ahead. No, man. They they whipped me again. Come on. Really? Yeah. Got busted. They, uh, they gobbled great on the roof this morning, but and once they flew down, they didn't. And of course, the ones I was on went with a hen, and that was the end of the story. But uh, I don't know. They were gobbling great on the roof. Mm. Well, what, yeah. uh, what are you are you are you throwing in the towel yeah. at nine thirty? Well, it's pouring rain. Ah, yeah. it's raining here. Yeah, it's spitting outside here. You didn't plan yeah. for that set of circumstances. You don't have like a little pop up blind or anything like that. No, it's a long season. Jeff, you know. <laughs> He's the old know. bull on That's the hill. Right. <laughs> That's right. Hey, <laughs> hey, by the way, congratulations on slaughtering the sheephead yesterday. Yeah, that was actually the day before. Um, I actually went fishing with a kid named I, I fished since he was a little kid, and he's now getting ready to be a captain. And uh, went with went with him and his buddy, and, uh, and uh, man... Put put a put a smackdown on it finally. Wow, uh, and, uh, and the, the north or south? Uh, south uh, down St. Augustine. The bite good, good, but Kirk sent me a picture. It looks like it's good everywhere. You know, now all of a sudden. Yeah, they uh, fired up in the last couple of days. Pretty good. Yeah, they had uh, they had about <clears throat> twenty the day before, and I think we probably caught about thirty five fish, but we kept. Six. Wow. And, uh, two, two Pompano, and then uh, they went back yesterday in the wind. I had a charter, so I couldn't go do it again. But it was pretty windy, but I think they still caught about 20 yesterday. Unreal. So, really? I mean, it, it's a good, good Where are you, you know? going at? That's a secret <laughs> spot, man. We can't tell you where that is. Uh, yeah. That's a, yeah, yeah that's, nah, that's a honey hole. We can't tell you the, that. The, the honey hole. <laughs> yeah. Larry, hey, Larry, just to let you know, I got I got some uh, days this week, you know, if you need somebody to go with you. <laughs> I got to tell you, though, you got to think about it. That is one of the most unusual places, though, to fit, catch them in. It really is. It's very unusual. Well, why is it unusual? The old time. Oyster bars are giant. <laughs> oysters are giant. They're like a foot long. <laughs> Trying to piece it together. They're the biggest <laughs> oysters you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. They they go. The old timers tell me that they you know go in. Everybody fishes it now, but they go in there to spawn at this time of the year up in That's that right. sand. That's right. And uh, anyway, I don't know why, but they they have been there. That's for dang sure, you know. But, Very uh, cool. Any size anyway, to them? Uh, <laughs> No, actually, not. You know, lost some pretty good ones. I had one about four pounds, but most of them are, you know, 14, 15, 16 inches in there, something like that. And of course, some throwbacks too that are undersized. But, uh, but uh, I don't know. We're fishing them on pretty light stuff, and you hook wise and everything, and you will, uh, 
you'll pull the hooks on some of the big ones, you know. Yep, no, nobody's ever lost a small one. Nope. No, they haven't. <laughs> yeah. They're all studs, man. You lose one, it's a stud. That's right. <laughs> it, was, it was giant, man. It was giant, man. The biggest one I've ever seen. Oh, that's I, yeah, I've heard I that was a few driving times. back listening to you guys. I just wanted to give you a shout. Thanks, buddy. It's good talking to you, Larry. All right, y'all take care, man. Have a yeah, good one. All right, brother. Take care. Bye. Yeah, that, he sent me a picture this morning, and I, and we were trading pictures, and it was uh, it was quite the, the mess of fish. Look at the size of this boot. It needs a sail on it. I saw that. I just, I just literally, you could, a, you could put a sail on that thing. I just had Taylor to find one of these little ankle slip-on boots. This is a size 14. And the reason I'm going to try it on is because I want to see how it does for size. Because I got, I got to find a way to get me some of that mossy oak bottom land hook boot, slip-on ankle boots. Is right, that a 14? That's a size 14, and that's that's every bit of a 14. Like the extra tough. Yeah, I could put both my feet. It in wouldn't that look shoe. like a 14. So they, like we were talking yeah. about, they run a little bit smaller. They do. This one here, that's a full size 14. Yeah, that's the Bigfoot special. I'm gonna have to try it on here in a minute. <laughs> we get get a break here, and it uh, matches your shirt. Yeah, it totally does. It that, does. It matches your outfit. Yeah, but I, that's not me. That color. That's a good looking. You could wear that out to dinner. <laughs> It's a it's a kind of a yeah. gator blue. It is a gator blue, right? Yep. That's a gorgeous boot. Okay, yep. I guess that'd be the get you some dark blue socks. That's not know? a UVA blue. That's right. a gator hey, hey, blue. That, that's yep. the one I I have one like that. You've got that funny color. I've got that blue camo. Yeah, I do. I think it's cool. I think that's interesting. Cool I got yeah. that same boot. That's yeah. a great thing about yeah. when you roll up in a Hayden Coastal outfit or two. I mean, dude, I can yep. I can. This is like my place to shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I a man, like it. It's like a man store. It, it well, and, and they got women's clothing in here too now. It's like a Bass Pro Shop yeah. on steroids. Anyway, let's take a break. Yep, and uh, we'll come back. We'll have one last segment here uh, on the Nimbic Buick GMC Rich, Outdoor Show. Yeah, Rich Grace trying to call him because he killed a bird this morning. We we're going to get so, a, a turkey story. Yep, and more right after this, right here again on the Nimbic Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for a weather forecast brought to you by the Bearded Pick. Two locations to serve your barbecue needs, and I can tell you they've got the beer garden to go along with the barbecue heaven. The beer garden, I like that. That's right. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I was so thankful when Doug Wenzel gave us those gift cards. Yep. Oh, I've thank worked, you, Doug. Yep. I've worked that thing Amen. over, buddy. Yep. I, mean, I actually used uh, mine some last weekend, weekend before last. I, I wiped mine out birthday. We, I still got a little bit left. No, no, I, I, I got rid of it. Well, you did the family. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, well, I you did, did the, the buffet thing. Yeah, I did the buffet thing. Barbecue yeah. thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I went in there with Steve and uh, Brad this week and had a brisket sandwich, and it's just like. I love a brisket sandwich. It's like eating cake in a bun. It's just <laughs> that good. I don't know why, but when I go to the Bearded Pig, if I get a brisket sandwich, I have to put coleslaw on top, and then I have to use sweet barbecue sauce with that. I don't put anything on it. You I don't? just think I think it's that good. I just it's it's unbelievable. All right, so the weather. Let's the uh, weather. So uh, coastal waters from Altamaha to Fernandina Beach, out to twenty nautical miles. Rest of today, west winds ten to fifteen, coming northwest in the afternoon. Sunday, north winds around twenty knots, diminishing to ten to fifteen knots in the afternoon. 
Monday, north winds 15 to 20, increasing 20 to 25. Oh, that's lovely. Three to five feet. That's just lovely. Northeast on Tuesday, 20 to 25, diminishing to 15. Oh, that's great. Seas 5 to 7. And then you get into west winds on uh, on Wednesday. You get east winds 10 to 15, excuse me. And then Wednesday night is when it starts to turn a little bit. We get a southeast change. Southeast winds 10 to 15, becoming – five to ten in the afternoon so thursday morning might be a day that you could do something with you know that's a, that's and it's a killing me ways off yeah. i found a school of remains offshore uh, about a week and a half yeah. ago on a piece of bottom and big old sea bass and i'm dying to get back out there again yeah. you know yeah we need to look at uh, steen hetchy's forecast because we're going to be next there, saturday next saturday we yeah. will be at live river club steen yeah. river club i got to call them make sure i got a room yeah you night. do yeah you better because otherwise I call, i'm, uh, I'm going to sleep on your couch <laughs> i called two weeks ago and it was uh she was like excuse me yeah and i was like I, I i have reservations she goes uh What's your name again? Yeah. I'll be bringing a blanket got, and a pillow. I, by the way, i got a new contact for you, so okay. I'll give that to you today. Yeah, please yeah, do. Yeah, so yeah, yeah you'll be bringing a, a, a pillow. You'll right. like, you look like Gordon out there <laughs> on the pontoon road. A hammock and a pillow. That's right. I That's figure if, if, I, if I just drink as much as Gordon, it won't matter. <laughs> That's still one of the you'll funniest. You'll wake up and go, who are you? <laughs> that was yeah. so classic, Good, though. You'll be like, good morning, Chris. Chris I'll never forget. <laughs> I got up early that morning, and we are walking around in those trails at cabin bluff and my my wife goes who's that in the hammock and i go i think that's gordon and i'm like did he stay out there all night long i he think he stayed have. in that hammock he on that, all he was night fun. Long, man. hey he was fun. it's a beautiful night yeah i got a yeah. feeling after saturday night it probably won't matter a whole lot i have i'm agreeing with you yes <laughs> all right let's do a tides report brought to you by angie subs the best yeah. sub shop in jacksonville tides for today at uh 12 36 p.m it's going to be a low tide at Mayport, and that is a negative point one three. This afternoon, or this evening, I should say, at six fifty eight p.m., high tide, and that's a four point four one. Tomorrow at seven thirty six a.m., that's a five point one one high tide. Now, those aren't real radical either, because because we're coming up on a new moon, so you got a waxing moon, and the and the only thing that really drove that tide yesterday was that the wind. wind. Oh the west wind word. was right down the pipe. Yeah. Well, we're talking you know? about, you know, we talked about how windy it's going to be offshore. It's going to be windy on, on, on yeah. shore inland, yeah. okay, as well, because uh, the inland reports are talking about north winds 10 to 15 with a gust of 25. Oof. That's honking. Yeah, that's cold too, by the way. Yeah. Uh, uh, highs are uh, lower 60s, and so you put that wind to it. It's going to be pretty, uh, pretty chilly. I mean, you're talking about, uh, geez, I mean, just for the next couple of days, some really cold weather coming in here. I mean, a high of 62 tomorrow, a high of 63 yeah. on Monday, 67. So you're talking yeah. 40s early in the morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. that's going to make. I was, I was looking put, at our, our, Carrie and I's first hunt on Tuesday morning. It be 41. All right, well, wear, today wear was, the the, was the first hunt for Rich Gray. Yes, it was. Let's go to the phone lines and see how Rich did this morning. We know he got one, but let's hear the story. Good morning, Rich. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Morning, Good buddy. Good morning. You guys there? Yeah, yeah. We, we got you. We got you. Yeah, we, yeah, we got one this morning. We got All right, him. so we. Who's we? Well, just me, but I'm saying we. We, um, you and your calls. You and your calls. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> my calls. Um, so, uh, yeah, how much, how much advanced scouting did you do to today? Um, honestly, Jeff, uh, I start. Yeah, really, I started in January. 
you know, I, I continually stay with them every weekend, at least for, I spend a couple hours in the woods, Saturdays, um, eh, sometimes on Sundays, but yeah, it's at least <laughs> a couple of months. He's and sometimes on Mondays <laughs> yeah, yeah, when it right. falls on an yeah, odd yeah, number yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Martin Luther King Day. Tuesdays every now day. And again. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Well, it paid off. Sure did. And I, I, you know, there were three birds in there, and they haven't really been they haven't really been gobbling a whole lot. I was listening to Larry earlier, um, you know, and I was a little worried about going in this morning because I haven't really heard much, but. One of the things that I don't do is I don't go in there and try to call to them before the season. Just, that's an absolute no-no. So, uh, you know, just, you go in, just listen, and that's what I did. Went in, listened, and at 7.15, I heard at least two birds and another one, and, you know, that was that. I put decoys out, but he never came to the decoys. Actually, he flew across the ditch. I heard him, I heard him coming. There was another gobbler back in there behind him who didn't stay, or who didn't come with him. He stayed back in there. And, yeah, at 7, that was probably 7.50, 7.45, 7.50, he came across that ditch, and that was it. I heard him coming, and when I, when I saw him hop the ditch, as soon as he hit the ground, I, I let him have it. So, good nice. bird. He's not, yeah. you know, he's, uh, he's not a giant by no means, but, you know, hey, I didn't, I didn't even pull the trigger last year, so. Exactly. The did, good Lord did he, blessed, us, blessed me with another one, you know. Did he gobble much? You said they weren't gobbling much, but did he gobble no. much this morning? Oh, this morning, yeah, they weren't gobbling. They haven't really been gobbling for the past, I'd say, three weeks. Three weeks ago, I sent Kevin a video, and I, it was unbelievable. It was I an unbelievable day. And um, I haven't heard anything since until this morning. And, Jeff, he gobbled. I didn't, I didn't call. He gobbled first. And um, I laid out a couple of nice little soft clucks to kind of let him know where I was. And it was, it was back and forth, back and forth. And about the last 20 minutes of it, I, I kept quiet. And I, I heard him coming. I could tell by, his, by the, you know, the, the vocals that he was coming towards me. But it was so thick in that swamp, you know, you can't see it. <laughs> so I just let him keep coming, keep coming. And so I'd say the last 20 minutes, um, yeah, I didn't really talk back to him. I, I, I let him know where I was and, you know, let the, let Mother Nature play the rest of that out. So, yeah, in the that, past, I've I called too much. Yeah, it's interesting that, you know, we, we always talk about calling, and that's just part of the fun is calling. And so you want to call more because it's the interaction. Absolutely. You know, it's a conversation. Right. But calling less really sometimes can be the key. And, and, and so what time did you, did you end up shooting? I shot, it was a 7.45, I believe. Okay, so 7.45 you shot. When did you first make a call? Um, the first time I heard him, it was 7.16. So 7.16. For like half hour, yeah, we played the game for a half hour. How many times and, did you call in that half an hour? Um, and I only called when I heard him. It was three, maybe at three the times. most. Yeah. Three, three See, little cadences, you know. Little clucks and putts, nothing major, nothing too loud. Because the first time I heard him, I figured he was probably no more than 150 yards from me, so I didn't want to go. You know, don't want to go too loud. So, yeah. yeah. And these birds, they know. They know where they're at in the woods. They know where the roads are. I was sitting right on the road, which I told myself I was not going to do, but I'm glad I. Um, and yeah, he, I mean, he came in. He came in when he came to that ditch. I, I looked and I saw a, a little 
little uh, white, you know, a little bit of white, and I'm like, man, and then it moved, and then all of a sudden, you know how they flop up and come across a ditch or a road and direction. Um, did you have a decoy out? I did. I, I had I had two hens, but they were down the road to my left, and he was actually up the road up the road to my right, and I right. was facing the decoys when I put them out. I put them out about six thirty, and I was facing the decoys because of you know tracking and scouting. I I, I could have swore the bird was going to come from the other direction, but um, yeah. And I, never, I believe there was three it, birds. It never happens that way. No, no. It never happens that way. No. Did he have yeah, any hens I, with him? No, he was by himself. Oh yeah, he was looking for love. Well, well there was. Um, I know for a fact there was two gobblers in there because as that bird was coming towards me, there was another one back there gobbling. So, I, and I swore I heard three, but I know for sure there was at least two. <laughs> and now there's at least one. <laughs> and he, yeah, and he's well. lonely. Now you got another one yeah. to go after. It, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Good stuff, oh, Rich. Cool. Yeah, congratulations. It's great. Thank you, guys. Yeah, man. I, you know, turkey hunting, like Jeff said, the interaction. There's nothing better. I love it. I just absolutely, I love it. Um, yeah, and, you know, get you one of them coppers, man. That copper pot is what brought it in, Kevin. That's <laughs> cool. That copper, man. That's Good that's cheese. that's awesome. Yeah, man. But uh, all right, boys. Well, all right, buddy. Thank you, Rich. Man, Congratulations. Yep, Rich Gray. That's that's right. awesome. That's a uh, jealous opening day yeah. turkey. Yeah, before the rain. Yep, before the rain. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's the way to do that. it, man. Yep. Get it done. Yeah, you know? that's yep. cool. Yep. How many calls do you carry with you when you go out? You know what? I went through my turkey vest uh, this week mm-hmm. and cleaned out a lot of stuff. But so I have uh, three different strikers. Mm-hmm. I got two of Rich's and then and then another one, a generic one that I've had that I like. Yeah, um, and then I, I, I carry uh, w- one of his pot calls. I have another pot call, and then my diaphragm call. So you have two pot calls and yep. a diaphragm call. Yep. No, bo- no box. I don't carry a box. Yeah. I never have carried a box. No, no. Kirk, you got what twenty? No, I carry two two pots. I carry the Halloran Crystal Mistress uh-huh. that I use most of the time mm-hmm. because it just it, it just works the best. And then I have that aluminum one he gave us. I haven't tried Rich's yet, but I will carry one of those. Then I have a box, box call that uh, that that David made for us, each one of us. Yeah. I've still got that one, and yep. that one's really good. And then I've got I've got Fred Stokes box call, <laughs> and I keep that with me, but I don't always put it in my vest. I still got mine in my box. Do you really? My Fred Stokes, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then I like I, those. I, I, it's love beautiful. It. It's beautiful. That thing screams. And I, and then I know. I, those Quaker Boy mouth calls. I've yeah. always got two little packs of those. Yeah. Those uh, those little triple Ds. I got I got way too many calls. I mean, I yeah, ca- I carry three pot calls, a box call, and a mouth call. Yeah, but I got a turkey seat. Probably too much. I got the turkey seat I carry with me now. I mean, I carry that. I mean, ever since Chan turned me onto that thing, yeah, I see, never I go in there without it. I don't use a turkey seat, but I want, if I take the bow. I use this little uh, seat, and, uh-huh. but it's not a turkey seat. It's just like a little mm-hmm. – it raises you off the ground about six inches. Right, yeah, it's that's just, what I like about the seat because yeah. you can throw it down in the swamp yeah. I, and sit down and you don't get your butt wet. I, I, I bought one for Carrie. She'll that, love it. Oh, she loves it. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, oh my gosh. And but then mine's, I got that mine's just a stick. platform. It's well, not a back or anything. Yeah. And but, I, I mean, if you think about – she 
she's she five foot one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she I mean, so when she sit, yeah, she needs yeah. to, she needs to some. But I some do elevation. it to, for for the bow to gain clearance. Totally of the understand bow. because pulling a bow on your butt. Yeah, if you're is on the ground, hard. it's too. Yep. You're, you're yep. too. The, you can't put your back into it. The bottom yep. cam will right. be in the dirt. Yes. You yeah. Know, if you're trying to, and you've kind of got to lean sideways in a chair and draw sideways to do it. It makes it really tough. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that, but. You know, I, and I also have a shooting stick. I always carry that. And then you got to have a thermosel. Oh, dude, well, I mean that that was that was like the number one thing. Oh, I mean, I turn. I don't the leave the truck without that thermosel. Yeah, no. I, I, and then I the got, bins. I put the extra. I always put some bins on. Extra bins. Bins. B e n s. You can get it from bins strike zone. The bins. Insect stuff. Yeah. The insecticide. That stuff's money. Yeah. You got to coat up before you even leave, though. Oh, you got to do that before you leave the cabin. Yeah. Cabin or truck or wherever yeah. you're going I from. Mean, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm 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 with you. Yeah, but it's uh, the most important thing are the butanes and that little patch. Patch. <laughs> you got a million patches. You got a million patches. Yeah. You got to change that pad out before you leave the house. Yeah, you, you got to have a lot of butanes. Yeah. for the thermosel mm-hmm. and start that joker up on the way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's in the pocket and it's getting warm yeah. before you sit down. Because the mosquitoes honestly have been pretty bad at, at our place. You know, I uh, mean, Judd and, and the boys dad did a kayak trip from the bridge at, uh, on the Swanee all the way down the property. Mm-hmm. No bugs. Really? Yep. He told me yesterday, no bugs at all, no mosquitoes. From the bridge, you that, mean the dam? By, the, uh, no, by the. Uh, by the way? By the center. This by, r- the, by the boat ramp. Go, go, down there, go down there in the morning. Oh, to, the I got you. I got yeah, you. from the boat ramp. That's right a, there. What yeah. a cool trip. Yeah, oh, yeah. Cool he said trip. it took him uh, from, Who did like, that? Uh, Judd and, and the boys, some of his friends. Yeah. So they did it from the bridge all the way to the Fargo property on the Carter property. Hello? And, the, and, and he said it took him uh, about seven hours. Whoa. Yeah, six, seven hours. What a great trip. Floating oh, he said down it was the Swanee in a kayak. Yeah. That'd be awesome. He said it was yeah. unreal, man. God, if the yellow flies are bad, though. Oh. Oh, hey, uh, big, yeah. big thank you to uh, to Hagen Ace Hardware. And don't forget, folks, here at Orange Park, 1480 Park Avenue, they've got the grand opening sale going on today, tomorrow. Uh-huh. All kinds of sale items. You can go to their Facebook page and actually take a look at the sales flyer. But uh, also, don't forget, the knife sharpening is free today and tomorrow. So yep. if you've got some knives that need to be sharpened, bring them in. Yep. I'll see you guys in Steam Hatching next weekend. Yeah. And then, and, then, and then the following weekend, we'll be live at Standard Feed and Seed. Yes, indeed. On April 1st. So we got a lot, lot going on here on the uh, Dimnick Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And folks, remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See ya. See ya. See ya. I think tomorrow is National Tequila Day. Oh, give me an excuse. Yeah. <laughs>